The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum! Assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly discussion about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us while we take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. I didn't see the intro at all. I didn't either. I saw oh, it. Oh, I saw it. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Like, I could tell it was done because we weren't muted anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, well, I didn't see it. Normally, I see it and or hear it. Yeah. It's yeah. Bad, bad I, luck. I, crystals. The bad luck what? Crystals. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're going to get back to that. Uh, next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Is it really geek culture anymore at this point? What makes it not geek culture? It's, a, it's like mainstream now. Oh, we can talk more about that, too. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I can't leave you motherfuckers alone for a week. All of a sudden, like, <laughs> oh, I got four shit, four different things to read and, and watch. Yeah, that was a funny story. <laughs> yeah, and then all, and, you know, and, and, and look, some of it's comic, some of it's not. But man, four things. <laughs> I know. We were, I know. Pretty, we were pretty drunk after the show, and then I don't know. I, I think I, I mentioned Green Lantern, and then uh, She Hulk, and then Lawrence comes up with with well, what else can what else is green? What else can we talk about that's green? And so we just sat there naming stuff. How about monetizing? <laughs> Monetization. There it is. Next, it's me. I'm Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Speaking of green, we got a great show for you today because we are, in fact, going green. We are going to be talking to you all about Marvel's She-Hulk attorney at law. We're going to be talking to you about the movie Luck. We're going to be talking to you all about uh, the movie Green Lantern, Beware My Power. And we're going to be talking about uh, Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League. Green Lantern. So we got all that. We're going green. We're doing it real big right now. And we want to hear what your opinions are and all of that as well. So we'll tell you how it is. You can share them in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, the show would not have happened. So uh, thank you very much, Scott Rubin. And yeah, so uh, it, it, it's time. You want to get down on Fantastic Forum? We're going to tell you how it is that you can do it. Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. Thank you very much, intern. 
um, jump into Discord. Um, Discord. You can join our Discord. You can do that too, but that's not gonna that's not gonna help you on the show because we don't watch the Discord during the show. Um, look, if there's a way to do that, we probably should though, huh? <laughs> Technically, we can broadcast to Discord as long as somebody has it running. Got you. I oh yeah, you're right because. Uh oh, uh oh! Don't all talk at once. Go ahead. Wait. When we were then us. when we were audio only, I used to just open up the uh, the the voice chat and play the show into that. Indeed, indeed. What were you gonna say, Jay? I was gonna say I can monitor Discord, but I can't do that and work the cameras. Yeah. No, no, that you. Sh- yeah, you and should do that. Stuff. No. Yeah, we, right, we right. definitely we need to hire another intern. That's all. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, but you know, jump into YouTube chat, Twitch chat. If you want to do either one of those, we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Such as uh, insert witty chat comment here, Jay. Uh, Tiger Claw says, "What's up, Jay? Did you see the new Dragon Ball movie? It's the number one movie at the box office, and I, I did see it. I, I saw." Look, Jay, there's something more important to address before that. Before that, what's up, Jay? I know, right? He didn't even, he didn't <laughs> like, even entertain. Us? He didn't even entertain the idea that some of us might have watched it. That's some yeah. bull, Tiger Claw. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? I'm offended. <laughs> yeah. Look, Look he's been listening to us for 15 years. He knows we're on top you know. He knows we're on top of everything that comes out the weekend, TV, comics. Now, I have you know, no, Mr. Tiger Claw, every member of Fantastic Forum has seen Dragon Ball Super two times, okay? We went back to back because it was that good. That's how much we loved it. Tell them about it, Jay. (laughs) Wait, so it's Um, a new Dragon Ball? Oh, you son of a bitch, Oz. Oz, don't say crazy to Oz. I gotta be. Go with it. Help help me help us. (laughs) God damn it, Oz. So I, I did see Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, it's it's a very cool story. Uh, it focuses on Piccolo and Gohan. Uh, Vegeta and Goku are in the movie, but they're off world, nice. so they don't get into like any of the heroics. Um, I was a little not off put exactly about them being in it, but. I changed my mind because there's a really amazing payoff at the end. And, uh, yeah, it, it was great. Like, I, I loved it. Now, okay. I also did see the number two movie uh, <laughs> this weekend, which was Beast. Um, and, man, that, whew, that was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> really? It was. Even it was no good. Even with your subscription? No, it's. You got to remember, it's a black movie. So Wait, what's that mean? About when you see it, because what? Sometimes you get like movie? the rowdy blacks. What, Jay? Like, Jay, what you said, Jay? And, what does that mean? Let the man speak, Larry. That, that's what I had in the theater. The rowdy blacks that stepped into the theater with their cell phone light on, waving it around, right behind me, kept the shit on so they could eat their Burger King. (laughs) These people 
Oh, jeez. These people. <laughs> oh, my God. These people for like 20 minutes with this, with their bullshit. <laughs> and then they finally just fucked off somewhere. And oh Wait, they didn't God. finish the movie? I think they went to go sit in the back because they were tired of me staring at them. <laughs> Jay, I know, right? Jay, Jay, giving him the white man glare. <laughs> oh, he that's was, funny. And if he was wearing glasses, the glare from the glasses was hitting him in the face, too. Like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, this guy's so rude. He's reflecting the light into my face. I got to move. <laughs> wow. And we were just having so this conversation, Jay. Uh, when we went to dinner last right. night, right? We were just having a conversation it, about, it yeah, the guys, different audiences and how you have to be careful about when you go to a movie. You guys are there, have dinner and discussion about the blacks. Yeah, I, it was Jay's well, the blacks and the Mexicans. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, they, they're not great either. For, for the record, I would just like to say I was at that dinner because it was Joe's birthday, and I was just as appalled at the dinner table as I am right now, goddamn. Again, it was my fault. I was in their hood, and I was in a discount theater. So the theater that showed the movies, like, mostly. Jay. Like, I went in because I had Miss Warcraft when it came out. So it was in the discount theater. In the in the in Mexican hood, and so I went there, Mexican. and I'm in the back. And it's a discount theater, so there's no stadium seating. It's like just the <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the school chairs. We're all on the row, basketball court. Like she sits right in front of me, like in the row in front of me, one seat off for me, and she is on her phone for the entire fucking length of the movie like what? her phone did not go down once like it was just on which oh she wasn't talking on it she was just using it on it yeah her phone did okay. i don't know if she was on facebook thing. or if she was recording a movie or i don't know what she was doing but the shit did not go off like f- for the entire length of the movie it was like that's that's kind of crazy what happens when you hit the discount theater at the popular time, you got to go in the mornings. Yeah, when they're when still they're pretending that they're at work. <laughs> they're, still, they're still blacked out. You mean from all the forties and the, the tequila? <laughs> look, Oz, look that that stick works for Jay. It doesn't work for you. <laughs> like I'm like I sound real racist. Yeah, no, <laughs> look, yeah. Jay. Jay sounds kind of racist, kind of funny. I sound real racist. I'm like, Jay oh, sounds like child. like he's you know <laughs> harnessing Stephen Wright doing a, a you know Mitch Hedberg type comedy. <laughs> I just sounds like he's trying to really oppress somebody. Right, man. You sound like one of the five. Don't do that, man. <laughs> I can't be racist. My dog is both black and white. <laughs> uh, we got a comment. Let's talk about talking about. Uh, did you know Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, does a voice in the new Dragon Ball movie? I uh, didn't the voice know of Mario that. Chris Pratt. Um, I know there's no one that sounds like Mario. <laughs> He's doing Ch- a different Charles Martin. I didn't realize that was him. That's funny. What, what, what did you say, Oz? The voice of Mario is Chris Pratt. 
Oh, boo. How That's dare you? Real. Okay, moving along. Uh, like yeah, because we like we got a we got a whole show of stuff to do. Look, I wanted to ask about uh, luck crystals or whatever that or like uh, and uh, you didn't oh, do oh. your pre-production. Oh, you know what? I I know what you're talking about now. But what did you say before? Oh, you said luck. Oh, jeez, I'm not realizing that you were talking about luck all that. Time. <laughs> I thought Mo didn't watch that though. That's what. But I came through. Yeah. And did. Right, exactly. That that's what threw me off too, because I was like, "I'm almost not gonna be talking about." I was like, "What kind of crystals is Joe messing with?" I know exactly what you're talking about now. That's hilarious. So we're not gonna talk about that yet. We'll talk about that later. And then uh, I can't remember. Oh, Oz, we, we can't do the conversation about is geek culture mainstream or not yet because we don't have time for that either. And so you know, that's a whole other show. Right, exactly. And then um, look, I don't remember. Uh oh, real quick. I looked it up, and Tiger Claw also has it. Uh, he plays Magenta, who is the leader of the red, red something the pharmaceutical. Oh, um, yeah, red the pharmaceutical guy that, or whatever. The guy that's the head of the company called Red Pharmaceutical is named Magenta. Yeah, yeah, that's what is he's in charge of? Yeah. Like, isn't like one called like hops and barley? Like, there's two villains, or like parsley. Well, all the Dragon Ball characters are named after vegetables and spices, yeah. And even like yeah, Frieza is freezer, then cooler, and then like the cousin refrigerator. See, Lawrence doesn't know Dragon Ball, that's why, yeah. Confused. I'm sitting here, like, wait, here, wait, that's, that's what I love is experts. He's like, oh, they're all named after vegetables and spices. And it's like, but then we're talking about magenta, which is like not even yeah. one of well, those. Well, it depends like, on what the on what sector of that world you are, then it, it switches. Yeah, don't act you like know? magenta can't Earth. be a vegetable. We have orange. A lot of times they <laughs> theme, That's actually they pretty funny. certain people <laughs> and uh, they think certain people like yeah, the first Saiyans were all uh, vegetables. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Professor Briefs, all of his line are named after underwear. Yeah. Um, Piccolo's old crew is named after instruments. I didn't, I've never realized that. Yeah. That's crazy. That Piccolo was named after an instrument? No. You said his whole crew, right? Yeah. And like yeah. even um, Oolong. Oolong's um, named after a T. And who is it? It's it's Oolong. Who else? There, there's a Four. couple. Yeah. And they're all named after T's. Yeah. Mister. Yeah. They like Gohan means rice. I don't know that. Why you don't know that? That Gohan means rice? Yeah. Like, what? In what language? In Jap Japanese. <laughs> what other language? Okay. In Mexican. <laughs> I listen. I'm just saying, like, I don't know Japanese or 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 Spanish you for that. Order, <laughs> like, you order the pollo con Gohan. Yeah, you are so crazy. Or Gohan and let translate that in my brain too. <laughs> All right, listen. Let's let's get into some of these reviews. We're gonna run out of time. Let's go. Let's uh let let's start with I guess what should we we should start with movies right because that's. Okay. Well, there's only one. 
Oh no, two. Oh, two movies. Wait, no, 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 it's two. Sorry, go ahead. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so Jay, why don't you tell us about luck, my friend? Okay, so luck is a new movie on Apple Plus. Um, it had a very limited theater engagement i think only uh what cinemarks yeah weird um but it's about a girl who's extremely unlucky she's an orphan um she never gets adopted and she's worried about her friend in the orphanage not getting adopted and so she basically wants to help her any way she can and she finds a lucky penny that completely changes her luck around. And before she could give it to her friend, she loses it and she ends up going to the land of luck in order to get another one so she can give it to her friend. That sounds like the movie we saw. <laughs> yes, Jay, Jay and I actually went to the theater just to go see luck. So oh. I saw it on the big screen. So this was in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Like, were you literally not listening to what he just said? <laughs> I, I like, heard him. Go? I just didn't believe him. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> Apple, I are Apple people, so we watched it on our TVs. Cause it's on there Apple. it is. Right. There. So, uh, Jay, you you brought this to the table for us. Like, What, what was your uh, impression of luck? Oh, I, I thought it was really funny. Like, funny and charming. I like the character. Like, she upbeat and cheerful, even though, like, shit, like, is constantly shitting on her. Um, she just does her best to, like, move on. Uh, was getting kind of a Milo Murphy type of vibe from her. But, of course, like, very toned down more plausible in the realm of realism but yeah like i i thought it was great a great vibe cool cool um oz you have thoughts on luck it, it was fine like <laughs> it, it, there's nothing great about it, but there's nothing bad about it either. The movie is fine. It, it's well animated. The story is good. Um, I can like, it's not going to be a, a Pixar level blockbuster movie, but it's still worth watching. Okay. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I would buy a movie ticket for it, uh, but if I had like Jay's pass, sure. I'd probably go check it out. Well, look, Jay's pass didn't work at the theater that he like. He doesn't have a pass for those theaters. If I had a discount so. theater. I definitely. Also, if you had a kid, like, it'd be a good one to show your kid. Yeah, but you know what? This is one of those movies where you don't need a kid. It's just yeah, a, no, you don't. a little adventure. With uh, because well, the main character is like an adult technically. Yeah, she yeah just turns eighteen, so it's a story about her and her pussy. Um, whoa, her whoa. Whoa! 
Please clarify. Expound <laughs> what you mean. Oh, she's expound. A she she's a fire crotch. Because whoa, uh, what? What? Irish. What the hell, Oz? Oz. <laughs> <laughs> what? Didn't did you see the same movie? Oz, I look. Let me just make this right real quick before we freaking get on somebody's list. Okay, like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna turn you in if they hit me up. I'm letting you know right now. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna make all types of lies up about you, so I can go home. You saw, <laughs> look, that unicorn had a porn stash and a giant. <sighs> oh Jesus! Okay, uh, Mo, please, yeah. please help us before before we scary. listen. I, I don't know, like we can't get demonetized, but I'm pretty sure they can anti-monetize us. Like we may have to start paying to like stream yeah. because we have pedophiles on our show, or I don't know what's happening. She's 18. Well, like wait, wait, wait. She's 18. I mean, she is 18. Yeah, well, legally, but you know, it's still same. Anytime you have to be like, well, she is 18, you're losing. I, I promise. Didn't, you. I didn't say. I didn't say it wasn't weird. I promise you. Anytime you mess around and be like, well, she's 18, I you're didn't losing. Her Jesus juice. I'm just saying, I don't want to lose. I want us to win. Look, I just, Moses, look, help us win, Mo. Help, Mo, help, help us win. Tell us some impressions of what you saw from Luck. Please, hurry before. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, one of the negatives was, um, I, you know, I'm not much for these kids' movies like this. This one, when I saw the trailer, it felt like an adult, more adult version of Monsters, Inc., and that kind of intrigued me. But then I was like, when once it came out, I'm like, ah, I'm not watching this. And then you guys told me to. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have time. But, you know, the pick system that the studio sent over for Green Lantern wasn't working. So they tried three times, and I'll get into that in that review. But um, so I ended up watching this. I added a little extra time then. And uh, at first, the eyes, the animation, it was well animated, but the eyes looked like they weren't looking at anything. And that was off. Mm. And Elf then Uncanny uh, Valley kind of stuff, huh? Yeah, it was weird. And uh, especially because of the designs. But then, you know, once uh, once I saw the cute little leprechauns and then the story started to get the ball rolling, I'm like, oh, you know, it's a cute story. I, I'm in, you know, I have it on Apple TV Plus. I'll watch it. And then before I knew it, it was time for the show and I didn't get to finish it. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I did. Uh, I was enjoying it a little bit. And, you know, it was a little funny. I, I didn't like guffaw, but I. Uh, guffaw, guffaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enough you know I, I can see it being a streaming exclusive you know like uh that's the new direct to video in a sense Sometimes basically getting, yeah yeah you know not now with you know after pandemic and everything you're getting better shit direct to video but i agree i agree it's still kind of direct to, this is this would have been probably streaming primarily before pandemic yeah so let me ask this question so you know jay yeah. You know, uh, Mo made the analogy to wait. What what are you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, sorry, my bad. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna come back to you. I promise. Like you know, we could talk more about fire crotches, whatever you want to do. No, but (laughs) but but um, Mo just made the analogy in regards to you know this or the parallel, I should say, with this and Monsters Inc. And you know, I mean, I'm sure a, a big part of that is the idea of you have like you know, like creatures that have jobs and they have like a little system and all that kind of stuff. What would you say, Jay, like is the big distinction between the movie Luck and a movie like Monsters, Inc.? Um, 
Well, obviously, there's focus. Uh, mm. You know, uh, with the focus on Monsters Inc. obviously being on the monsters and their society, which is something it's it's in, it's different because we're, we're learning about their world through them through yeah um what i'm trying to say is we're learning about their world through them so they have mm -hmm. to kind of show you the world and give you a feeling for how it works but without straight up telling it to you or making it seem like the characters don't understand their own world mm -hmm. uh, look we're seeing it from the human vantage mm -hmm. so we the audience get to be told what's going on from the characters in the world. We're like learning with her. Right. So it's kind of like a different feel. Right. So so let me ask you this, Oz. Like we're talking about, like Jay just brought up world building and and how it is that you, you know, you learn about the world through the main character who's being introduced to it as well. Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, your general impression was like, oh, it's fine, you know. What, I'm sorry, that she was what? The pussy was black, <laughs> but go ahead. The my th my question to you, Oz, is <laughs> like this fool, this fool cracked himself up. <laughs> he can't even talk. Look, my question to you, Oz, is was there any um did they do enough world building? to kind of intrigue you at all. Because, you know, I hear you, you know, you have a middle of the road kind of attitude about the movie. But was there any part of you that was like, oh, like, you know, I actually am a bit intrigued by how the 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 world of of luck works. Um yeah, like I would still have questions, but that's just the analytical part of my brain that I try to shut off with alcohol when I do this show. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they did a better job with just character development with the main mm. character. Um, and that's that's one of the things that made me enjoy the movie is it does kind of subvert at least my expectations. You know, like mm -hmm. at one point she says if she had a physical manifestation of luck that she could hand to this child, she would. And then she gets it. And there's all these scenes of how great her, her life becomes. And... Mm -hmm. It kind of like it, it, I was starting to think, oh, she's gonna turn, she's gonna change her mind, she's not gonna go through with it. But that mm -hmm. wasn't it at all. Like she totally mm -hmm. still intended to do this, mm -hmm. and so they, they really they show you that this is a good person that just has a bad is in a bad situation, mm -hmm. and you know the movie is about we've all known that person, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the movie is about her learning to deal with that too like where she is at the beginning of the movie and where she is at the end is you kind of you, you see you see how how we get there and it just makes it a good story and in in between that you get to see this fantasy world that mm -hmm. has dragons and leprechauns and it explains why some people are lucky and some people aren't right right no no and and i will say that i feel like you know which is, I forget, is it called The Land of Luck? 
or the what's it called? Yeah, that's what the land of wealth. Called, I think it's just called luck, but you know, it's the land because the other side is just called bad luck or mm. BL in the common parlance, right? Right, but the, I will say realm, that you know, the realm, the realm itself is the land of luck, and then there's the good side and the bad side. Oh, yeah, that may, yeah, okay, gotcha, okay, so. So, like, the land of luck, I, I found interesting. And, you know, it was definitely, like, the, the main character I thought was was a cool character, too. And, and I agree with what you said, Oz, where it's like, you know, it was cool to see, um, you know, her striving to, to help, like, and like I, she, honestly, she was very I'm altruistic. Not sure, I'm not sure where you're going, but <laughs> the interesting thing about the land of luck is, first of all, the land, the luck side just seems normal it's just you know like i don't see anything particularly lucky happening but when you see the other side like how, how they deal with in a world that like it's non-stop bad luck that yeah. actually was more interesting than the world than the luck side to me anyway now but you don't see how the land of like the luck side of the land of luck is lucky like you don't see how these fools like like they don't think about anything they just do stuff and everything works out like you didn't yeah. see that yeah. like they just step they don't have to look where they're walking right they like, and, and they're doing and like, like doing that on moving show, platforms and the way they show uh sam like just having that fear because she's never had the ability to just take a step freely right. in the real world and then she creates her own bad luck there where everything just it's a uh, just cogs in the machine just working properly all you got to do is take that step she can't take that step like i i felt like that was a really good concept a really good way of expressing how that person like doesn't even realize she has good luck right now yeah yeah yeah, no, no, it was, it was, it was definitely like a very cool and interesting thing. Like, I mean, just because, like, you know, especially like some, you know, we, we live in a society in America where it's like, you know, we don't ever really think about, like, we think about when people don't have good luck, mm -hmm. we think about them not working hard enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, you have bad, bad luck because you didn't you didn't plan or you didn't, you know, take into account what could happen. Like, you know, we always, like, we always blame people for their own circumstances when it's like, sometimes it's like, there are some people that are a victim of circumstance. Like, you know, it's like some people get born into bad situations. Look at Curly from, uh, from the Three Stooges. I'm a victim of circumstance. Yeah, exactly. But, but, no, but the thing is, it's really one of these things. Like when when you think about luck, it, it's essentially a phenomena in the sense that it the, the belief system that there's a good and bad luck instead mm -hmm. of just chaos, you know, right. and, and it's just everything's random. But because us humans need some type of structured belief system <laughs> to you know realize that we're okay even in death <laughs> you know uh, uh then we have these little mini concepts like good luck yeah. and bad luck and, and that that's when that bullshit with like oh this person is not working hard enough even though he's just mm -hmm. having bad luck you know and it's like you know jay i don't want to put your shit out there but you know 
you, you said last show I did with you, you're like, hey, fuck this month. You know, you had bad shit happen to your car. You had bad shit happen. Your TV died. All this shit. And it's like, you know, Emily told me, like, how can we help Jay? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, if I could, I would have a house for Jay. <laughs> so he doesn't have to. We could just walk in and out and go to work. And that's it. Because mm-hmm. there's certain Joe has that thing where sometimes, it, like the way that the bad luck attracts itself, like I've seen it happen to Jay, and it's definitely not a person like Jay. When Jay works, he works hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So it's not like you know when you have that concept of like, hey, you know, this guy's not working. I, like I don't see that with Jay, and it's like mm-hmm. we just gotta, you know, let's just put, let, let's just clear the road for Jay. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. Just gotta clear the road for Jay. You know, and that's that's like mm-hmm. the way I look at Jay, like a family member. That's it. It's like. Mm-hmm. I can help him as much as I can. Some things are just not going to work, no matter how much I put into it. And but I'm here for him every mm-hmm. step of the way. Yeah, I like. I agree 100, mm-hmm. man. It's a wild thing. It's a wild thing. Let me ask you all this, and like, I'm just gonna, you know, I I I asked Jay this question, and I'm pretty sure, like, you know, maybe he has an answer for me now, and hopefully, maybe you two, like, have an answer. You know, you Oz or Mo, but. Here's my thing. So you have the land of luck, right? Yeah. You have like leprechauns in the land yeah. of luck. And you have, or I'm sorry, in the in good luck or whatever. Yeah. And then you, you have, which, okay, and then you have like rabbits, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah okay, you got rabbits. And then you have um, like, you have a dragon, you have like a unicorn, like, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, like, like dragons definitely fit. Unicorns might be a little bit of a stretch, but nobody thinks of unicorns as unlucky. At the very least, they're like mythical or whatever, right? But what's up with all the pigs? Like, does anybody know? Like, are are pigs lucky for some culture? The pig is a symbol of prosperity, fertility, and lots of good luck. Swine farmers were known to always have food. Keeping pigs was a sure way of ensuring your family's well-being. What what is what culturally who says who think who thinks that uh, the origins of this belief can be found in the Middle Ages when the animals were considered a sign of prosperity. Oh wow! And the uh huh. Go ahead, Mo. But the, in in the Middle Ages, like in Europe, that's what it was. Like you know, your pig pigs can find truffles, can find shit like. They, they were intelligent mm. animals too, so you could use them for work, and you know. They, they're delicious. Nah, they are delicious. Everyone knows that about pigs. I, yeah, watched, I was watching this whole movie and I was like, what is up with all these pigs? <laughs> you know, no, really, I was confused and I, I did not, like, the funny thing is, you know, I, I love history and it's one of those things where I'm like, I've, I've never come across that before where people are like, oh yeah, when well, you have pigs, that means that you're in it. You're, like, don't get me wrong, I understand that pig farmers are generally wealthy, but I've never heard anybody associate them with being lucky or, like Jay said, prosperous. I'm like, why are there all these pigs in this place? I heard the story of two pig farmers, father and son, and they sat. Uh-huh. They 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 were the biggest pig farmers in their area in Mexico, mm-hmm. and they hated each other. They were each other's competition, and they infected each other's pigs because one of them wanted to be the pig king. 
And why didn't they just collaborate? Because they hated each other. Greed. It's greed, man. Like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So they would like spray dust on them to say like, "Oh, they got mange. Your pigs got mange." So people wouldn't buy those pigs. And that was a dude and his son. That's crazy. I'm just like, that's the same team. <laughs> but not, 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 that's the thing. It's like, you know, it, it, it's it's Mexico, man. Like, it's greedy. People are greedy. Wow. Wait a minute now. That feels that feels very uh, like you're making a, a, a big blanket statement there. Well, look, that I, I don't want to get into uh, geopolitics of cartels. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the real reason. But, but that's the real reason we're having a lot of problems with Mexico and the border right now is because the government's greedy and the cartels are greedy, and the yeah, people yeah. suffer. So, and that's Mexico. No, no, absolutely it's embedded in their culture. Like they literally came looking for gold to Mexico, the city of gold. <laughs> so, it, right. it, it, you know, it, it, it's a country bred in greed. Like America's a country bred in blood. Mexico's bred in blood, bred in greed. Wow. There it is. Okay. So, uh, are you all ready to do some luck? Uh, some luck uh, ratings? So, some lucky numbers? You all, you all ready to give me some lucky numbers? <laughs> okay, Jay, give me give me a rating for luck. Um, I would give it a four out of five. I, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um... It sucks that people are hating it just because of the director. What's uh, Who's the director? Yeah, what did the director do? Yeah. Uh, sexual harassment he was accused of. Oh, yeah, that guy's an so asshole. So it's John Lasseter. Oh. Um, Wait, John Lasseter directed the movie? Or produced it. Or did he or, produce it? Oh, okay. His name is on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's, that's a different check. thing. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, so yeah. four. Yeah. Okay. Moses Magnum, why don't you give me a rating for luck? Um. Well, now that I know about John Lasseter's nerviness, <laughs> <laughs> it explains why there's a black pussy in it. Um, whoa, whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, you you guys told me about. It. I, I didn't know nothing about that sexual shit. Um. No, but. <laughs> Honestly, like I really like the character design. I didn't watch, I didn't finish the movie, so I, I can't give it a fair, uh, uh, a fair score. But as of now, one minute and fifteen, one hour and eleven minutes in, and fifteen seconds, it, it is a four. I, I really, I, I love those leprechauns. Like I would get every one of those on a little pop, like a little vinyl figure, you know. Those the, the the character designs are are really really well done, and you know you could with with the leprechauns you could easily just make them all look the same, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they, you know they could easily be minions where they all look the yeah. same, but yeah. they, they 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 don't, and they all have a distinct personality and a distinct voice, and I really like that. Indeed, indeed. Of uh, course, he has a friend who worked on Luck. Nice. That's pretty okay. cool. Did yeah, he do yeah. the hairs on the pussy? Oh, whoa, whoa! Like I'm just, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna try to get through. I'm just trying to get. Oh lord! Oh my! 
God, please put that away. Look, put that thing away. <laughs> Oz, Maybe the big one. Uh, Oz, if you can uh, just give me a score for luck, I'd appreciate or, it. Thanks. Or it's it's a good movie. It, go go watch it, especially if you don't have to pay theater prices. Uh, yeah, I agree. It would have been direct to video or direct direct to streaming or whatever the kids are calling it these days. Just you know, Apple TV and chill or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna give luck um, three point seven five. Only because, like Mo was just talking about character designs, and and I agree with him. Character designs on this movie are fantastic. Um, the leprechauns do, in fact, have their own designs and personalities. Whoopi Goldberg is in it as a standout as the captain of the leprechauns, in my opinion, when it comes to what's going on with the leprechauns and whatnot. My only thing is you have uh, the store manager that is like the black dude in the in the movie. And this is something that, you know, I, I might have to talk about it more at a later date, potentially, but there's kind of like a black dude kind of like motif for these animated movies now. Like if you put the store manager that happens to be a black dude, I think little little Lil Rel plays mm -hmm. the the or voices the character, if I'm not mistaken. If you put that guy in a lineup with like say uh Miles Morales's dad from Into the Spider-Verse, like one Look, they hopefully they're both guilty because probably both of them going to jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like same character design, and I'm pretty sure like I, I can't think of the other movies off the top of my head, but there's like at least one other, if not two other movies that aren't like none of these guys are the same character, but they got the same character design. <laughs> you know, like these like top heavy, broad shouldered black dudes, where it's like I get it. You know what? Like okay, like. Black guys can be athletic, but we're we're cookie cuttering black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least this movie has other uh, black characters in there that aren't, you know, big. I don't, I don't. I don't know if they count. Like they're leprechauns. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like you know that's the other part of that's the other part of it for like when they don't when like you know there's a, a whole thing about. Oh, we have black characters, but then they make them like frogs and like other like mystical. Like they're always making black people not black people, <laughs> and then and then when we, when we are black people, they're like, "Well, you all look like this." <laughs> so it's like that's that's the whole thing. Where I'm just like, that's the only knock I had against it against the movie. Where I'm just like, dude, like, like this guy looks like every like like a black father figure type, and I'm just like, dude, why like? Let like he he could have looked different, <laughs> but somebody didn't want to like go to the effort. You know, they're like, ah, what's black people? What do black people look like? Miles Morales is that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, they but that's the only reason. You should watch the movie. Hmm. I said, if you don't like that, you should watch Community. I, I've the, watched Community. I know, but I'm talking about the audience. Oh yeah. If you agree with Larry. <laughs> <laughs> That's Miles Morales' dad, or is that the guy from Luck? Which one is that one? That is Miles Morales' dad. I can't oh, okay. find a picture of the guy from Luck. 
But you are right. He he does look like this. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I'm just like you know, which just I you know I was more making a joke. I know that's Miles Morales' dad because he's in the cop uniform. Like I can tell them apart, but I'm sure that there are people out there that are like I don't know. I mean that's just that's the black guy. Cat <laughs> says because everyone's based on Carl Winslow. See, stop it. Carl, first of all, Carl Winslow, like all these dudes are barrel chested, okay? You know what Carl Winslow is not? Barrel <laughs> He's barrel stomached. Right, exactly. Right. Carl Carl Winslow. He, he looks like he looks like a cop, but like, you know, the cop that you think of that's like, okay, he can't catch me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all most of the time that's a white dude, but Carl Winslow looks like the black version of the 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 white cop that can't catch you. Like, you know, <laughs> like he can't catch me. You know, Carl, look, Carl Winslow might be the cop that can catch you. You didn't realize he could. You're like, damn, this fool's fast for being that big. <laughs> well, you know, black people have that extra bone in the ankle. I was about to say, right? Like he got that, he got that black, that black additional muscle in his calf. He's like, damn, this fool's fast. <laughs> That's why they keep winning all these Olympics. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, okay, next movie. Uh. Green Lantern, beware my power. Oh, that's the guy who looked like like the Miles Morales' dad. And listen, I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess around and, and and if if John Stewart had a, one of those mustaches, he might fit the <laughs> the motif though. Like, don't get me wrong, I can't knock it though because obviously he has a superhero body. So it's like, you know, I guess that's what they're trying to go for a little bit. They, they want them to look like they're in shape, but I don't know. Heck, uh, what, what? He's, talking about, he's talking about Carl Winslow that he ran in high school. Right. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like that, that, that doesn't feel like, and who knows, that might even be in the show for all I know. I don't know. I, I think like, it is. I wouldn't believe. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. But anyway, so Green Lantern. Beware my power. Oz, you think you, you're good to talk about this joint? Yeah. Like, just give us an overview? Yeah, it's a, it's a piece of garbage somebody wrote and threw a Green Lantern name on it and, <laughs> and put it out there as some sort of animated movie without knowing the fuck anything about the characters. I hated the cover. The cover. You hated the, the I hated cover? The cover. I hate that fucking cover. Like I, you know, I, I I make the little thumbnail for our YouTube thing, and I yeah. have to use art from it. And it's like the only art that really fits is the the DVD cover or whatever, or the thumbnail for on Amazon Prime. And mm -hmm. this looks that cover looks nothing like the animation. Like it doesn't like represent anything of what the content is. And I had only at that point I had only seen the trailer. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, I, I don't like this cover at all. Now, wait, when you say it doesn't represent anything of what the content is, you mean like the, the animation doesn't look like what the, the look. cover looks like? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is, gotcha. which is fitting with for a comic book adaptation. Like you want to make it like a comic book? <laughs> yeah. right. have, have, comic, a have, cover. Have, a, have comics have like a, a J. Scott Campbell cover and then it's like garbage art on the inside. Mm -hmm. you know? So and that's kind of like what this is. Although I did, it, I did like the art on the inside better than the cover. 
Oh, so you'd like the animation better? The a little bit, but not, not by much. But anyway, okay, I, I no, that's cool. Even, like, I didn't even get to watch it. I just stepped all over Oz's impression. Oh, right, right. You're right. You're right. Okay, Oz. I'm sorry. Tell us about uh, Beware My Green Lantern. Beware My Power. It's supposed to be a John Stewart origin story, although they gave him Kyle Rayner's origin story. Sort of. You they, even that they screwed up. Uh, horrible character design. I don't know why. You take established characters and then think you can redesign them and make them better, because you can't. Um, it's just it's just a bad movie. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I was angry no, okay, half the time. Oh my god, when Sinestro showed up, I yeah. oh, I yeah. almost threw the screen in the garbage. No, that would cost me. Money. No. <laughs> Now, and I'm glad you were able to contain yourself. Let me ask you this question. You just mentioned character design and how terrible it is. Which characters did you feel had the bad character design? Sinestro was the worst. I don't know why you need to give him a, a goatee. Like, why why, why change it? Sinestro just has the mustache. Like, why why give him a goatee? That was stupid. They changed his symbol. And I thought maybe they, they didn't did. have the rights to the symbol, but Alyssa had uh, had the symbol. Alyssa? Alyssa? Whatever. The chick with the book. They called they they called her Lisa in the movie, and I was like, "Her name is Lisa." I was like, "I don't think her name is Lisa." Yeah, I don't understand why they had to change his specific symbol. Uh, on top of that, they make him Parallax's bitch. Like that's not he's he's not subservient to Parallax. He's like he gets possessed by Parallax. And he's like, "No, nah, I'm in control. Fuck you. You can't. No, you don't tell me what to do. I'm Sinestro." Bitch, you're my you're my entity, or whatever. <laughs> you're my entity. And he's not gonna he's not gonna bow down to fucking somebody else with the entity. He no, they they meant no, they they screwed over Sinestro. They didn't do John Stewart any favors by giving him Kyle Rayner's story, and even that, they kind of messed up. Like yeah, so, yeah. Why Hal Jordan goes crazy? is a tragic tale that's like it's amazing if you actually read the books on on what happens why, why he he goes nuts and they just kind of mm-hmm. like like yeah. oh, it, there there's this this uh this little bug went in him and and made him crazy and then he's mm-hmm. got like powers no no i hate this story I'm sorry, Oz. I apologize. I didn't. I didn't mean to subject you to this, Oz. I apologize. Hold, hold, hold t- sit tight, Oz. Sit tight. Like, look, keep the faith, brother. It's gonna be okay. Oh, what are you saying? What are you saying there, uh, Mo? Like, hold on. We gotta focus on Mo for a second. Here we go. No, no, no. You don't have to do it. It's just read some fucking comics. You know, it looked better. Oh, it, it's all white. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's that's the message of this show. There it is. I couldn't there figure out how to do it as an overlay to spin while Oz was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I say it at the end of all my videos. Yeah, but it, that's really what it boils down to. Like looking at the cover and and you know the, in, in, I guess I'll do my impression now. Uh, <laughs> still, the studio sent over three different copies. The last one finally worked. This fucking pick system. Uh, that the studio sends over to so you can you know so you don't bootleg shit and uh, they, the the 
the last one had no audio. So they, they basically just sent me a bunch of key art and shit to look at to give some kind of uh, overview or review of it. But the all I could really judge is the art because I didn't get to watch it. And um, the art looked okay, but the animation looked like something like cheap adult swim shit, you know? And uh, <laughs> it's kind of like when Heck says right here, like, Oh, the the WB Discovery write it off for taxes. Like, it feels like <laughs> like that's all it's good for, you know. Um, but again, I don't know any other story, and uh, from what I hear, it's like, I, 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 yeah, it's just one of those moments. It's like, you know, just read fucking comics. Okay, so, twelve ounce mouse, and it's not quite that bad. What does that mean? 12 Ounce Mouse is an adult swim show with very cheap, bad animation. Um, but it is like uh, like Powerpuff Girls animation, right? I wouldn't say that. It's it's a little bit better, but um, back to the story. It It is Kyle Rayner's origin story. <clears throat> but then... They, they not do, really, though. Uh, they, yeah, really. Like, that's exactly... Uh, okay, it didn't take place in the back of an alley. Sure. Ganthet didn't meet Kyle Rayner in the back of an alley and, and put a ring on it. I, I get that. But Ganthet doesn't die. That's true. That's what I'm saying. They they messed it up. And in this in this movie, and by the way, we're assuming it's Ganthet because they don't actually say his name. But They uh, show it in the credits. Okay. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I was done with it at that point. Um, But even like... When when Ganthet does that, it, it's interesting. And I was mad when they retconned it in the comics, actually, because he just shows up on Earth. Kyle Rayner's right there, and he's like, I, mm-hmm. "I guess you'll have to do." Like that's literally what he says. I, you know, yeah, I, I guess you'll do. Yeah, and like with uh, with in this story, like he knows John Stewart's name. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're John Stewart, I've been looking for you, and I'm sitting there like, the fuck does he know who John Stewart is? Like the rings don't even know the name of the of the chosen one. They just until they get close enough that they can say, "Oh, hey, there's somebody there," and then they go. Like, I it's dumb. And he's wearing that uh, stupid okay. coat the the whole time. Well, look, and it's interesting that you say that because I feel like Jay said the same thing to me when when I asked him about it beforehand. Right? You you didn't like the coat either, right? The coat. Um, I don't remember disliking it. Oh, okay. I don't remember saying anything about the coat. I, I didn't like oh. when Hal Jordan loses his oh. ring and gets naked. Well, listen, I, I will I say... I did enjoy that. Like, that's that's some Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds shit right there, right? <laughs> it is some Ryan Reynolds stuff. You're right. And and the funny part is that maybe maybe I'm thinking about Oz a week ago or the I week before. The coat I just seen pictures of it. I hadn't actually seen it last week. Oh, okay. So maybe that's what it was. Now, what I will say is this, is while I watched it, I was just like, I, and I'm not saying that, oh, I want the coat to be there, mind you. It made sense for why the coat was there to me, just because this guy wasn't a Green Lantern or trying to be a Green Lantern. And, like, you could see the symbol, but that's because... The, and and I'm not saying this is the way it should work, 
but the way that they were portraying it in this particular animated movie was like, oh, they put, like, when you get the ring on, they're like, oh, we made a Green Lantern costume for you under your clothes. So he has a Green Lantern symbol that you can see because of what happened in the movie, but it's not like this is the Green Lantern costume. Like, it's literally the clothes he was wearing beforehand. And you can see the Green Lantern symbol because his shirt got torn. Because it's under his clothes. And I'm not saying that makes sense. I'm just saying, like, that was what they did. So I wasn't as, as like, I was expecting this coat to be a weird thing where it's like, okay, this one has a Green Lantern costume, but he's wearing a jacket over it. Like, like almost like how Gambit wears his trench coat. <laughs> where he has like this superhero costume under it and then a random trench coat on top. But that has but a better situation. Nah, does it? Yeah, because he's a thief and an assassin. Like he's part of both guilds. See, no, but, I, but I could I could go with you, Lawrence. Except once you get to Hal Jordan, it, it implies that like it, it's that thing is skin tight. That the there's nothing underneath. So it implies that it just goes over his skin and he just happens to be put on some clothes over it. No, no, but see, that's like this is where I would disagree. Because the difference between Hal Jordan and John Stewart is John Stewart wasn't trying to be a Green Lantern. This ring came upon him and he was wearing clothes, and then they put a Green Lantern suit over him. Hal Jordan had been a Green Lantern. So this fool's like, oh, I don't need any clothes. I make clothes with my ring so he can feel fancy and free. And now that he's like, oh, well, I'm just trying to make sure this ring doesn't get snatched. He sends it off and now I'm naked because all my clothes are constructs. And which is like the, the ultimate commando. He's like, not only am I not wearing underwear, I'm not even wearing real clothes, goddamn. These are all constructs. Which I was a little jealous of because I was like, damn, you know what? If I had a Green Lantern ring, I might do that too. Like, well, is that the about Venom? Like, right, right. It's like if I can feel naked but look clothed, I might do that. And like, I I'm, kind I'm of wondered about that. Which, right, it's like, like in the movie Ren. It's in the future, and they have holographic clothes. Right! And That's what like, I'm saying! If I could wear holographic clothes and, like, save on storage space, like, I think I would Dude, do it. Dude, one hundred percent. Like, if, if I could walk around naked, but nobody sees me naked... We gotta do I that for monetization, Larry. We gotta invent I think that. I'm good. Like, Think of it like an NFT holographic band shirt. Like, that's just Wait, your. What? I can just put an overlay so it looks like a shirt, and then we just kind of stand in the right <laughs> position. <laughs> well, Oz is hairy. He's wearing clothes under his clothes already. Ah! Uh, <laughs> got, got a, yeah. a fight coat of fur. Is that what I, you're saying? Oz, Oz is like, he's wearing a thermal under everything. Oz is like Nightcrawler. He's like, he's like a Mormon. He's like his magic underwear. He's like a Mormon. His magical underwear. Yeah, he can't take it off. <laughs> no, but this is what I'm saying. It's like 
if you can eat Drake, she's like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I walked in and I was naked, and I didn't know he was naked. <laughs> I thought it's he was. Like... I thought he was CeeLo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's too funny, man. But as I'm saying, it's like if you could feel naked but looked clothed, like I there's very few of us that would like pass that up. Cause most of us like to feel naked. We don't want to look naked, but we want to feel naked. Eh, I can agree somewhat with that. You you I don't wanna, you don't feel I, I want to look naked too. Well, hey, well, you're the nudist of the group, so yeah. I'm not listen. I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong for it. I'm just saying, if you want to look naked too, then do what you do, man. Listen, it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> What's heck talking about? He says so. This construct logic logic makes John Stewart's costume make no sense because he should have had no costume, and he had he would have had to construct unless the ring is like I feel your shame, John Stewart. Shield it, shield your shame. They just, they, they just no, don't see, understand the, the, the rings. Like, he gets the ring and immediately, like, has like a list of assignments. Like, you got to stop these genocides going on in, in this part of your sector. It's but like, plus, isn't I mean, like important, right? You got to be, tra- you got to go to training first. first. First thing you should do is take you to Oa. Yeah, the but ring. Oa's dead. Right. But the ring still takes you to Oa. Now you show up and everybody's no. dead. That's a different story. But the ring, see, see, but the, the ring thing is, though, but no. If always the ring dead, is the ring's not going to assign you to to do these tasks that have nothing to do with Oa. If Oa is dead, the ring's going to say, "Hey, something's wrong with Oa. Go over there." I don't. I don't agree it with it. Like five Right, and it's like, what? What does going to Oa get you? Training. That's the home base. From who? Ooh, everybody's dead. Obviously, the ring didn't know that. I think it does, though. That's the whole thing. The ring. Chip is dead. Every yeah. Like, they show this it, mo- They show you Guy Gardner's dead body. Oh, everybody's man, really dead. Me off. Look, listen, and that's the whole thing. Where, like, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying this movie by with the black. Wait, wait, with the wait, what? Oh, he'll, he'll be, be back, back during Black this night. Now, why why are we even like CJ? Why would you do this? Why would you pollute this? The, the pool's already muddy, and Jay's like, let me put some toxic waste in. <laughs> like let's whatever, man. Brown, let's put a big brown shark in it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, but anyway, and, and that's the whole thing. Where it's like, don't get me wrong. Let let me say this. I want to say this one hundred percent. Oz, for you as a Greenlander fan, I feel for you. Because this joint is not made for like hardcore Green Lantern fans by any means. It's not. They're just like, oh, like it is it is definitely like a fast and loose interpretation of the Green Lantern lore. And that sucks because especially if you're a big time fan, they're like, you don't want anybody playing fast and loose with the mythos. And and I can definitely like relate to that. Especially being like an X Men fan, because I feel like every interpretation of anything we've ever gotten that's not the comics plays fast and loose with X Men lore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I feel you on that. What I am saying though is, this is not like a bastardization 
of what Green Lantern is. And I was kind of expecting it to be, but I was like, mm, I mean, there's some parts of it that I'm like, this sucks. And there's some parts of it where I'm like, that's all right. You know, but it's not a bastardization. Oh, geez. Whoa, whoa. What? Look, Tiger Claw hit us with, with the, the prologue to War and Peace. What's Tiger Claw talking about? But he says, are you sure it's a good idea going around naked and relying on the ring to create your clothes? What if the ring runs out of power after you forgot to recharge it? The construct of the clothing will disappear and everyone will see you naked. And, and Tiger Claw, you are correct. However, this is what being an adult is, right? Like, if, if you're the person that lets your phone, like, die, like, every three days, then, yeah, you shouldn't do that because, you know, you're, you don't understand how, how to, like, plug your phone in. With my but phone, it, like, you shouldn't have a dead phone. Like the batteries are so well, and there's so many like charging stations and. Like, ah, but here's the thing: it doesn't even matter about modern phones. Like whether, look, you should understand how your phone works. <laughs> and it's like here's the thing: it's one thing if your phone, like right now, we all know how relatively important our phones are, right? In this day and age, it's like if you need your phone then you need to make sure your phone is charged. Now, here's the other thing. What I'm saying is if your phone happens to be fundamentally attached to your clothing, you should doubly make sure that your, your phone is charged, right? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, if you know that you're going to get, like, be, like, potentially uh, liable for indecent exposure, <laughs> then you plug your phone in every night, right? Is that here's the thing? Like nobody's phone, whether you're talking about a phone from like the the newest phone that came out like last month, or you're talking about a phone that's like five years old. Like nobody's phone dies in a day, so all you gotta do is plug it in at night. That's it. So it's like if you don't, if you can't plug your phone in at night and make sure it works, or you can't take the time to make sure your phone is plugged in in the morning. So that you get a decent enough charge, so you're not naked by noon, then you're failing. Like this day and age, you can just live with your phone on twenty percent. Like you just charge it up to twenty percent. Like there's enough resources to keep your phone at twenty percent nonstop. I, I feel that. I feel that. Like you can bum a charger off of somebody. I hear that. Yeah. Hex says Mayor obviously doesn't run music off YouTube during the day. Nah, he's a title man. It's one hundred percent true. Like I don't do that. Like, yeah. like what are you doing? Who does like, why are you? You're pathetic. Like, why are you running music you off of YouTube? Music, you know? Like, do why don't it. you have like off of YouTube? It's the easiest way to find the songs I want to hear. Uh, <laughs> you haven't tried yeah. anything else. Like, I, Jay, I think you actually have Amazon Music. I don't. I don't have Ama I have Amazon, but not Music Unlimited. Because the music you get with Prime, there's the music you get with Prime and the music you get with Unlimited. I'm Prime. Yeah. And and, and, and I'll be honest, Jay has very eclectic taste. Um finding shit on Amazon music <coughs> is an absolute shit show. Like Yeah. Well, I mean, but Jay, like 
look, you gotta hedge your bets here, man. Like you can't say that like like you, you said that like again, you have a you have eclectic taste, Jay. Like it's hard for you to find what you're looking for in Amazon music. For most people, whatever they want to hear is there. No, nah, but their interfaces yeah, are that's shit. Not, like one Amazon that's not interfaces true. like aren't the easiest one to navigate. The like, Amazon interfaces are just not that good and they're trying uh i know they've been working with the video app and trying to make that not suck but i mean if you're saying amazon's ui isn't top notch i'll give you that but what i'm saying is the music they want uh, the music most people want to hear is there right okay so let me give you an example (laughs) i was in the mood for some zombie or you can answer my question. Let the, let the man let the man speak. I mean, I'm I was saying, in the mood okay. for some Rob Zombie, shake your ass, smoke your grass. Super popular song. Okay. Lots of people would love to hear it. So I, I search and it gives me the artist and then some albums. And then I click on the album and that no, that's music unlimited. So I find the single, no, that's unlimited. Mm-hmm. So I have to go to the artist, then go to the album, then the song, and then that one is prime. So it's like, for fuck's sake. Just like Amazon should know. Amazon, so wait, wait. Should, Amazon should know what tier J is and give him what he can use. Wait, but what I'm saying is. Ultimately, what you're saying is the song you wanted was there, but you had to go like it might as well. Uh, you, not. Did, you had to jump well, through. What? Well, his is comment. What I'm saying is his comment was exactly what I said. It is a shit show. Finding what I want to listen to is a and, shit and show. Going through all the name of that it. is a shit show. It is there. It is a shit show. Trying to get to it. That's you can't see my hand gestures <laughs> right now, but I'm making them. To accentuate my point. Okay. <laughs> bring them higher, Jay. Bring, bring your hands higher, Jay. You don't know what to do with your hands. Bring Be them Italian. up. Be Italian. I'm too old for that. I can't reach that high <laughs> anymore. My shoulder joints hurt. <laughs> he's like, ah. He's like, ah. How long does it take to recharge a ring? Five seconds. I mean, as, as quickly as you can save the oath, right? Yeah, in fact, um, saying the oath, they they discovered or retconned whatever that the the saying the oath was kind of like a, a way to time, so you, you so you know how long it it takes to recharge your ring. It's like washing your hands mm. to the EPCs to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so, uh, Jay, what were your impressions of "Beware My Power"? Um. Initially, I was just thinking this wasn't as interesting as First Flight. Mm, I can and, see that. Uh, then it was like, it's fine. And then Sinestro Uh-oh. came, and then his head was like way too big. Sinestro does have a big head, though. Yeah, but it seemed bigger in this. Like, <laughs> it's what? What'd you say, Oz? It's the goatee. It just it ruins everything. It's the goatee. The goatee makes the head look bigger. And uh, 
Yeah, and then it's fine. It's got some decent action. I like seeing Adam Strange again, kind of. I mean, they made it interesting. And I don't know, it's interesting enough, I guess. But I know the ending really drags. Um, I would agree with you on that. That was... Like, that could have been shortened down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, okay. I, I feel that. Derek says, all I'm hearing is someone jumping through hoops to solve a problem they're having. Wait, what happened? To not solve a problem. Oh, to not solve a problem they're having. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's in regard to Amazon Music, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, made yeah. the uh, the Mexican Green Lantern oath. What is it? Uh, Put that in chat, Jay. To the brightest day and fattest ass, this ring needs a hella gas. Let all evil back the fuck up. Green Lantern's here, bitch. Amen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to disagree, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, there was um, one more thing. I was a little disappointed, even though I know it's not a part of his origin. I was a little disappointed that we don't get into his dead sister. John Stewart's dead sister? Yeah. Why were you disappointed by that? I just enjoy it. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't like that they start off with the military PTSD. Because when John Stewart first got the ring, he was all gung ho. It wasn't. In, in fact, it was actually losing a planet that gave him PTSD. Mm-hmm. That's when he started really, like. <laughs> Like really th- thinking about, do I need to be doing this still? Mm-hmm. And he almost went parallax on everybody too. Right, right. So I mean, yeah, that's I think, a little think, bit after that where he loses his power, right? Yeah, for a little bit. And then he has to remember his dead sister in order to get it back. I'm telling you, this oh, movie does John Stewart a huge disservice. He thought she was a dog at first. Wait, what? Okay, we're getting like into some deep. And that's that mosaic, that Green Lantern mosaic run, right? That was his version of snapping. Was yeah, when he created mosaic mosaic world. I don't remember if he created it or just ran it. No, he ran. I think he just ran it. But that was a great series. Yeah, I, I, this movie does John Stewart a disservice by making him. Kyle Rayner and Happy, basically. I mean, but just but wait, but but Kyle Rayner and and Happy is that what you said or? Well, Kyrie Kyle Rayner is more of a happy character, right? And oh, so Kyle, they, you said Kyle Rayner unhappy? Is that what you said? No, no, Kyle Rayner, and also on t- making John Stewart a happy character. I but guess. this movie doesn't make him a happy character, right? Yeah, he's, well, I think it does. Yeah, really? I mean, there, there were some, there were some stand out parts. Well, mainly, mainly when he's doing the training, 
and he's like, hey, it's like a video game. And he's like having fun putting shit together, and it's like it's a little off-putting. Wait, so that, that was that big Kyle Rayner shit. That was John Stewart happy to you all? To me, at least. Compared to the John Stewart I know from the comics, yeah. The John Stewart that Uh-oh. stood in front of Congress just two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I I said happy. I meant well adjusted. Okay. I mean, okay. I I guess. I I just like, there's no part of this that makes me feel like this fool is happy. And and that's probably my biggest criticism of the whole thing, to be honest with you, because you have um, Algis Hodge that plays Jon Stewart, right? And, you know, this guy is like, he he's a good actor, like or at least. I mean, like, has he been in anything good? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll say, no, I'll, I'll say I don't. I'm not criticizing the acting in this. I'm criticizing the story itself. Oh, I'm criticizing no, no, I, the acting. Not well, well, no, but no, like Aldous Hodge. Like, I mean, I think the thing that most people would probably know him from is Leverage, like that TV show Leverage. He's he's like. The black guy in that, and oh, yeah, shot that guy. He said it's good. That's what I'm telling you. It's like the dude can act, and he's great. Now, here's what I will say to you: is just because you're a great actor and you have ability doesn't mean that you're a good voice actor. Because there's a difference between being on a set and like messing around and having like people to play off of and being in a booth alone having to deliver these lines. A lot of the time they are, not every time. But it's Hodge. Hodge. Uh, Hodge. Yeah. I'll I'll just put it out there. Be a pretty badass live action John Stewart. No, 100%. He would he would kill Live action John Stewart, like he has the a great look. I don't know like, what he looks like. He, you've never seen Leverage, the guy in Supernatural that broke Sam's neck. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was that. Yeah, he looks like Miles Morales's dad. You're so dumb. I hate you for that, Oz. Damn it! I wish I could punch him. <laughs> like, but what I will say is this: is the dude is a great actor and he's very talented. And what I will say is, not not every voice acting um, job is alone in a booth. But let me put it like this: when they have all the, huh? I was thinking somebody else. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, when you have everybody, like when you have a cast of voice actors being able to be in the same room, and and play off of each other when they, like the conversations are natural like they can look at somebody and be like yeah like that's usually something that they like they usually highlight it because it's not the norm it's it's usually like a a, um a a thing where you can be like oh like this is something we can highlight because it doesn't happen often and that's the thing for me like i feel like the biggest criticism of this whole thing is like this feels like ouch like like hodge was alone in a booth and he was like flat the entire time. 
which is weird to me because like you know for you all to be like oh this feels like happy john stewart and i'm like what what moment in this joint did he feel happy to me because he, he or did he feel happy to you all because he never he didn't he felt like he was flat the entire time and there are points in the story that actually it makes sense for him to feel that way and it worked and then there are points where it's like this guy should actually be a little bit more like not necessarily worked up like it doesn't have to be like extra animated but like he's taking this in way too much stride <laughs> especially for being a guy where it's like this guy wasn't a green lantern before you know what i'm saying he this fool went to like three different planets and at no point was he like whoa i'm on an alien world <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and i'm not saying that he has to say that but that can be conveyed with whatever else he is saying on the alien world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, like some subtext. But he read everything like, oh, this is just what's happening next. And it's like, okay, well, listen. If you're going to visit three alien planets and you've you've never been off-world before, but you're not going to, like, there's no there's no type of, like, I, I might even have to be, it doesn't have to be wonder. It can be fear it can be anxiety it can be whatever you know what i'm saying <laughs> like this fool felt flat over three worlds this fool's in the battlefield on an alien for an, during an alien war and we've already established he has PS, ptsd but that didn't feel like it factored in the entire time this fool was on the battlefield on this in this in, in space this fool's in space i'm like this is crazy, man. And I'm just like, I don't understand like how like that doesn't factor into the performance at all. Like, okay, well, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think I do. <laughs> so that was my disappointment. Probably, we should probably rate. You're right. You're right. Oz, I'm gonna go to you first. Actually, you know what? No, that's not true. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no. Listen, don't feel bad. I'm gonna go to Mo first because Mo didn't actually get to see it. Oh, he took his ring off. <laughs> he took his ring off. I'm sorry, Oz. He's like, I just got a, a bare ass chest with my my torn shirt. No, <laughs> Mo, his winter clothes. I know you didn't actually get to see it, Mo. So, mm. just your impressions from like, if you want to, whether you want to rate the review or what you did get yeah, to see. Like, what I did see was a cover art, and I saw some key art and some a sizzle reel of the animation. Animation looked cheap, and I, it flowed. It didn't have the frame rate issues that other of these DC had. It, it flowed good, but it just it, it, it very outliney and uh, mm -hmm. didn't fit. And I hated the cover. So if I were to <laughs> just on that, it's like a two. Uh, but really, all I can really do is judge your review. And it's your review can give me a little more. Uh, I'd give your review of it. Uh, you guys is you guys is a review of uh, of this it would be about a four because I kind of know what I'm getting. I know mm -hmm. uh, as if I'm a Green Lantern fan or I have enough knowledge of Green Lantern expectations, uh, I know here. Uh, I can pretty much take it or leave it. So you save right. me some money, even if it's just the rental on Prime. Or, there it uh, is. 
dollar Blu-ray. So I, I do feel you guys did a good job of explaining to me whether I should buy it or not. Just, just for the record, Moses, I believe that the correct, the, the grammatically correct term for for the what you're looking for is 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 use. Y O U S E use guys's review. Use guys's review. Okay, there it is. There it is. Use. Uh, Oz, what would you what would you rate Green Lantern? Beware my power. Um, if you don't know anything about Green Lanterns, uh, two, because you're still not going to know anything about Green Lanterns. You might know the oath. If if you're a Green Lantern fan, especially if you're a Sinestro fan, then half. Damn! Do, do All because know? of the goatee, guys. Because the goatee—it's not the goatee. It, well, I mean, it is the goatee. <laughs> it, 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 it's a combination of things. It's the goatee. I understand they're trying to make him look like Satan. I get it, but you're wrong. They, Wait, Satan has a goatee? Yeah, you know, traditionally he's got a he's got a goatee. Like if you look got at Metro's face in this, like staring you down, you you get the impression of of Satan. He just needs the horns. They the wrong symbol. On his chest, uh, mm -hmm. the wrong costume. Period. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's he's a little bitch. And it's wrong yeah. on the cover it, too, right? Like the Sinestro on the cover, like looks wrong. Like, um, I have to see the cover again. Listen, I I will say real quick that uh, I didn't get to mention it beforehand, but I, I do feel you where it's like the the Yellow Lantern. Uh, character uh, designs are really weird because, like, they literally like decide to have like instead of making the costumes yellow with black accents, they decide to make basically all the costumes black with yellow accents, which is weird because it's like they're they're yellow lanterns. Like, why is everybody like in all black with like there's, a little tinge of yellow? There's like three of them. I wasn't even sure they were actually yellow lanterns. <laughs> One hundred percent. I was with you on that. Where I was like, "Is that like Despero? Like, that's that's interesting." But the the yeah, uh, yeah. And Sinestro in in the cover image. I mean, look, you can see the the lantern symbol. It it circles again. I don't know what it is with these animators. They they love these circles. <laughs> and and the goat. And he actually looks better in this in this image than he does in the in the movie. But yeah, it's cover art, and the goatee still bugs me. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. So I, I'll give you that one hundred. Yeah, I don't like there. a suggestion that bows to anybody, especially okay. Mark Gordon. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Jay, what would you rate Green Lantern? Beware my power. Um, I would give it a three. Like, I definitely didn't enjoy it my first watch through, mm -hmm. but it was a little better on the second viewing. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a little better on the second viewing. And it's, it's no first flight. Right. And honestly, there are so many other Green Lantern stuff that does it better. Like the Green Lantern cartoon or the Green Lantern stuff and Young Justice, um, the old DC, uh, DC animated Justice League, yeah, had some really great Green Lantern stories. Mm -hmm. Um, 
This was fine, I guess. Not great. Okay. I don't know. I think I'm going to watch First Flight again. <laughs> That's fair. As for myself, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Uh, I liked it more than I think everybody else here, but I can definitely see all of the uh, the downsides. Like, you know, like I don't, I don't know that any of the criticisms so far are unfair outside of the goatee. I don't think the goatee is a big deal, but, you know, but I'm not that big of a Sinestro fan, I guess. You know, I'm a fake-ass Green Lantern fan, according to Oz. No, but but the reality is there are definitely some choices made here that I just don't understand whether you're talking about Green Lantern lore, Green Lantern character design, like just just, just in general. There are a lot of weird choices, um, but there's some good ones too. And the story wasn't uninteresting, even though I can't agree 100% that it does lag at the end, like, which is weird because the climax should be like the most interesting part, but it was not for me. It was definitely like I was more intrigued in the beginning with what was happening and in the middle than I was at the end. So that's not a good look. So 3.5 uh, out of 5. All right. Y'all ready to get into some TV? Oh, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, no, no. We should we should stick with Green Lantern, right? You want to do the comic? Dark Crisis? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's do, let's go to the comic. It'll be a quick review, <laughs> right? Let's let's stick with the comic and the Green Lantern theme. Let's do uh, Dark Crisis review. Uh, like review. Well, not not like that, but like. There it is. Look, Oz, you have it up. T tell us about Dark Crisis, World Without the Justice League, Green Lantern. Okay, Look, start, so, start, start with why that long ass title is necessary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, slight preview to my review. <laughs> oh my god! So. <laughs> I didn't actually want to throw it. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Dark Crisis rolls without it. Just blah 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 blah. So Dark Crisis is is the latest um event for DC, and they say like it started with the death of the Justice League, but they didn't really die, and this book actually tells you they didn't die. I haven't actually read the Dark Crisis books. I have. They're on issue three. I have them literally right in front of me, and mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to read them. But mm -hmm. they obviously don't die because mm -hmm. this, according to this book, Pariah like gives them like puts them in the matrix or something mm -hmm. like that. And so this book, um, the reason why I'm not happy with it is because you see the the giant green lantern stuff here. I I in the cover and all that. I expect mm -hmm. this to be just the Green Lantern book, also yeah. featuring Hawkgirl. But mm -hmm. only half this book is is a Green Lantern story. The other half is a is a Hawkgirl story. Mm -hmm. So that already was a little bit off putting, and it's just uh, a glimpse into John Stewart, John Stewart's, um, I guess his own little world or wherever Pariah put him. Oh. To, mm -hmm. to sideline him. Mm -hmm. um, 
one of the things that usually bugs me is when something when there's a crisis and one of the green lanterns gets taken out and i'm like well there's you know 3,600 of them. I don't know how, like, <laughs> why, why is still not, six of them from Earth, at least. You know, why isn't there uh, mm-hmm. a Green Lantern on the scene? I don't think that's the case with Dark Crisis. Again, without having read it, I think the, the cover to issue three is how Jordan about to attack Pariah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the cover, though. I, you know, who knows whether that has any kind of accuracy. Right. Um, yeah, it's, this is a glimpse into. Um, I, I guess a utopian world for John Stewart, and it's really just him trying to beat Clark Kent in Smallville, mm-hmm. building a fence, and <laughs> he, he thinks highly of himself because the 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 uh, actual Green Lantern Corps is like getting their butt kicked, and I'm like, hey, John Stewart, we need you, and he becomes like the Guardian, which is another hero. I thought. But he be so he becomes, <laughs> he becomes like like awesome Green Lantern and just murders the villains and then goes back to his farm, where like his mom is like, "Hey, I I realize your sister has been a child for like twenty years now. What's up with that?" And so they, <laughs> they talk about that for a little bit, and then it becomes a hot girl story, uh, <laughs> really unrelated. And yeah, there's the cover for Dark Crisis Three, which I think that's the the book that I actually have. That's the High Evolutionary, right? <laughs> oh, it's not. My bad. It's Dark Pariah. I, oh. Okay. Which you you would have seen if you would have read Superman Space Age. What, wait, wait, Dark, Pariah shows Dark Pariah is in Superman Space Age? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's regular Listen, so, okay, Oz, thank, thank you for that. Uh, listen, like, thank you for that um, summary. And, and I will tell you, like, 100%, like, I'm realizing w- probably much later than the rest of the Fantastic Forum that your superpower is to make anything seem much smaller than it actually is because I'm just like damn like he uh, he's not to my dick <laughs> put him somewhere I, I'm happy to say no <laughs> oh, please stop doing that <laughs> please stop doing that thank you he calls I, that him Barbara Jesus man we're never gonna get monetized freedom freedom we're not we're not tied to late capitalism right exactly but but i look i want to tell i want to say oh oz man you're so wrong but i don't know if i could do that honestly i so, mean nobody could ever do that check oh. oh no mo go ahead no, no, no jay to go ahead Hello. oh be my so, yeah, the dead sister is back, which, I mean, it's just kind of awesome. Like, because, of course, if you have your own world, you just bring your dead sister that you killed back to life. And so, she I mean, never that was ages. interesting for me. Hmm? And she never ages a single day, ever. And she, she's, she's a, a real person. She's like yeah, a construct. She- yeah, a construct and a conduit to the rest of the Green Lantern. Like, 
it was creepy, she's but cool. She's the central power battery. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah, she is the battery. So yeah, that was cool seeing her again. And uh, I honestly enjoyed the hot girl story. <laughs> no, it's a good it's story. Really- it's just is it a good story? Like, is it is it a good story? Like, it's not like who searches, who travels for the vase of mortality? Someone who's lived thousands of years. Look, right, but I, there's like two people on earth. Like, why would a whole civilization make a vase of mortality? Now I, I, I get what you're saying. Why would it be so guarded? <laughs> like, I get that. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of uh and it's guarded by dead people who aren't dead. <laughs> and then Pariah laughs because he's like, I, I, Y'all dumb. Immortality <laughs> is something I think about often. Yeah, I do immortality. Yeah, 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 but but not mortality. You don't think about mortality often. No, no, I think well, I think about like if I was a mortal, I mean I'm probably going to get to a point where I get like so fucking bored that I just want to stop. Yeah. Or there could be a catastrophe. Like if we haven't made it into space in the next, I forgot how many billions of years when the sun goes supernova, then I'm just going to be free floating in space for like ever. Like I'm not going to want to do that. You know what? You, you, and then I get stuck like on that. some gas giant, and then I'm just fucking stuck there for life. Like, no, I'm gonna want a way to end it when I want to. Jay, Jay, look, if you're thinking like that, all these concepts you're talking like they're valid. I, I, I appreciate what you're thinking, what you're feeling. It, read fucking Sandman. Don't read this shit. Like, I mean, at least watch the the rest of the series. <laughs> you know. September. Yeah, because you can't definitely like the the concept of mortality and immortality. Like, I mean, there's an issue uh, with with this whole concept, like that that you see with Hot Girl in Sandman, but it's Element Girl, and it, it, it she's praying for death because she cannot die. It's not in the show. It's not in the show, but it's Element Girl because of her time in the the Doom Patrol and all that. Like, she's like nothing can kill me like i'm made of poison and you know i need death like the gift of death yeah quick quick aside quick aside does does the what we do see in the show that character is not the same character but with element girl right that's a different thing that like like there is there's in episode six you do have an immortality kind of thing Happening with a character uh-huh. it, from the show uh-huh. is that that's not Element Girl doesn't take the place of that character in the no, show, right? No, that's like no, its no. own character, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's his own okay. Character. Cool, yeah. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure because because here's the thing it's so funny because you say it like that, Jay, and like and and Mode said what he said, and I I'm 100% like in my mind. Like and keeping in mind that you you all know me like whether you you know I'm I'm mostly talking to the three of you but the audience if you're listening to Fantastic Forum right now you probably know me well enough too and if you've seen episode six of Sandman I feel like 
this character in that episode, I feel 100% like I would be that person. <laughs> where, where basically you're like, ah, you'll be begging for death in a lifetime. <laughs> and, and me's just messing around and being like, no, actually, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I, like, I just want to see stuff happen. So, that, like, Larry, that character in Sandman, like, in the show, is, like, almost verbatim the comics. Right. That, that Gadling guy. And then, dude, like, uh, spoilers for the comic. Like, he attends Morpheus' funeral. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> And then he finally gets to yeah. Like he goes to a Renaissance fair and is like, you know what? This Renaissance is a, this is a distillation of my culture. I'm right. Really- <laughs> Y'all culturally po- appropriating yeah. my Renaissance. Like I don't remember what this was actually like. Y'all, like, y'all, some so you fake see ass. The whole series like dodging death. I'm only saying spoiling this because look, the show might not get a second season. So, um, but that like that that Gadling character when he finally sees death. It's like the greatest day of his life, but it's not even like, oh, I'm bored of this. It's just like, what? What's? There's no point to anything. Like he no, and, and this, this, yeah. And this is this is the whole thing where I'm just like, I could t- like, I watched that episode and I was just like, dude, I, I I'm feeling this so much. Like I to the point where I like I I put it into our group chat where I'm like, dude, episode six. I was like, dude, this joint. Is hitting on every cylinder as far as I'm concerned because I'm like I could totally see myself where I'm just like because some things are just like I'm not it's not even about like oh I want to live forever I just want to see what happens next yeah just to like I feel like I could totally be in that in that pocket and 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 that's where like you know like going back of course to like that that story where I'm, I'm reading this hot girl story and, and I feel 100% where Oz is coming from because I like, and understanding that I did not, I haven't been reading dark crisis and I suspect, I don't know, but I suspect that every dark crisis has like a main character that they feature, or I'll say this, every dark crisis World without the Justice League, like this whole like concept of like pariahs putting all these Justice League characters into like a world that they'll feel comfortable in, and he's drawing power from them because that's like the whole when if you read the the thing at the beginning, that's basically the concept. Pariah is putting people like 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 I said, they're putting him in the Matrix. And they're using them as bat. He's using these people as batteries, right? Okay, that's the concept. John Stewart feels comfortable in this world where he has done these things, and he's like, yeah, like like Oz mentioned, he's like Superman, I guess, or Smallville, you know, whatever. And, and then Hot Girl, the same thing. This is a place where she feels comfortable because she's like, oh, I want death. But I read this Hot Girl story, and I'm just like, really, like. You're like this bored already. Like everything feels the same, and it's like, like I feel I'm looking at this joint. Like, dude, you you kind of don't appreciate what's happening around you. Like, cause it's like, like, yeah, you've experienced the same thing over and over again. And I'm not saying that's not true, cause it's like there's some fundamental human things that are gonna happen. That like you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. However. Like, you know, you're around in ancient Egypt. 
And in ancient Egypt, there were no word processors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the character they chose to tell this story. Like, if you were to use, like, the Phantom Stranger for this story, like, it'd be a different thing. I mean, maybe, but even then, it's kind of like, dude, like, get outside yourself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're like, oh, okay, like, all I do is, like, live and laugh and love. It's like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, that's all you do. That's some fundamental human stuff. Like, if that's what you, like, that's what being human and being, having a good life is, right? And sometimes you're sad. But it's like, dude, rockets? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, my guy, like, iPhones? (laughs) You know? It's like, look, Pizza pockets? One, she doesn't really care about any of that stuff, like about what's next. But why not, though? And two, what her deal is, is she's living life with no stakes. Right. And that's the main point. And a lot of people will can't do that. Like I, I, like, I can speak from myself. I'm a dude with mortality, and I lived my life with no stakes for about 10 years. It's like, it's not that big a deal. That's, and that's what me, I'm saying. But a lot of people, it's like, okay. Not, not, but not, not a lot of people, some people. Because most people no, are Cats are out here living on the edge. They're not out here like, Oh, gambling big? They play it safe. Like, if people were out here, like, oh, I'm going big or going home, and that's what most people did, I would believe you, Jay. But people aren't playing. Like, they're not like, go big, go home. They're like, well, let me just do what I know is going to work. And, like, they will, they want to live big. They they want they say they want big stakes, but they don't actually do it because they're scared, and that's some BS. No, you're you're completely reading this whole thing wrong. How so? Tell me. Look, I'll listen. No, I can no, get, let Jay talk. Let Jay talk. No, let Mo, let Mo talk. What does Mo have to say? No, I was gonna say I can see I can see Larry reading this wrong, and, and Jay, I, I'm saying you're reading this wrong too. This this comic book should not have this much of a reaction because this whole comic book is an exercise. It's a a trophy to mediocrity in comics. Like it's not well drawn, it's not well written. It's just not. It doesn't create any real reason to go to the comic book store. (laughs) This I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll disagree with you on that. Well, well, let me say this real quick. What I will say is this, and I I was trying to make this point earlier, but I got sidetracked. I think every issue of, like, because there's, like, what? Maybe, like, eight tie-ins that are, like, Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League. No. This is issue two of World Without a Justice League. You, You didn't let me finish, though. You don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, insert character here. There's like eight of those, right? Eight of them out now? Not out now, but they're all coming. 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so you don't know. Well, the what next, I'm saying to you the is next one is Wonder Woman. Right. What, what I'm telling you is I know Green Lantern is number two. Superman the one we talk. One, the one we're talking one Green Lantern that we're talking about now is number two. Well, but okay, but Jay, what I'm telling you is there's a thing called previews, and you can know what comics are coming out in the future, and every character there's like eight characters that are Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, insert character here, is what I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. And what I suspect is every one of those issues is going to be like a big character, like Green Lantern, and additionally, it's going to have a, a, a lesser character, like Hawkgirl. Well, the first and one all is Superman them, and Aquaman. And that proves my point or disproves my point? I don't know. I'm, I'm giving you ammo. Like, I'm giving you that information so you can tell me. I, if you, I give you that so you. Hold on. You can't see my hands. <laughs> no, no. I give what? you that. No. I give you that. I don't need so it. You I don't tell need me so you can give it back to me if that is your point or not. What? What I'm giving to you is my point is that you have a, 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 a greater character like Superman and then you have a lesser character like Aquaman that each of these issues is a big a, 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 a character, a, a, a friggin' a, a friggin' A-list character and then a B-list character. And it's not to not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying Aquaman is trash. I'm just saying that Aquaman isn't Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. That's what I'm saying. In the same way how, you know, Green Lantern, or, or I should say Hot Girl, isn't Green Lantern, uh, Flash. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know. The, so what I'm saying to you is you have a, a more popular character and a lesser character. And, and it turns out that, you know, Aquaman's not as popular as Superman. So, all of there's like eight of these issues that have that motif in, in from what I've seen, and so it's just like that's what's happening. So it's like I felt like how Oz felt, whereas I was expecting a Green Lantern book, and it turned out that you know it was like half Green Lantern, and I I can't say this for certain because I didn't count pages, but I feel like the the Hawk Girl story actually might be a little bit longer than the Green Lantern story. It just felt it. It's like ten. Feet. Maybe so. I don't. Yeah, that could be the case. I don't know. But either way, I was just. I took a, I took a nap between panels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh man, like I was looking for Green Lantern books, and I'm like, oh okay, this is a hot girl story. Then I realized, like, oh okay, you know what? I guess all of them are formatted this way. And it's like, okay, I can't be too mad at that because it's like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. Like, I was just like, oh, man, like, this chick's out here, like, you know, I just, I'm just done with life. And it's like, dude, you haven't even lived that long. <laughs> I, I know different people have different thresholds. Like, and that's true. That's true. Like, listen, maybe I, you look, can live for millions of lives doing the same thing. Yeah, but it's not. You look, can't. But she's like, not. It's not. 
It's not millions. It's like, like six. We're yeah, talking it's like nine. It's like eight or nine. Right. And and that's I what I'm saying. I, I, and, and, dude, okay, look. More of people a don't, don't even want to live this one life. Like, <laughs> there are people who murder themselves all the fucking right. time, and they only right. get one life. Right. So after years of being like, I, I get it. After right. multiple lifetimes, I get it. Right. It's like right. you when he's like, we've all been the chair. Like, sometimes you're just tired of that shit. Right, right. No, and I get it. I get it. And and so I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying, like, oh man, like this is wild. Cause I'm like, I'm dude, this chick's out here. Wrong. Like, like there's no there's no like primitive human civilization that would want mortality. <laughs> like that that the way that story is just written is wrong. Like she I, could I don't, mortality. She might have to go to outer space for some high evolved yeah. civilization. You're not gonna not, find not, primitive human civilization. Not only are there no primitive civilizations that are looking for mortality, I don't even know if there's any current civilizations because it's like yeah. if you ask people if they want to like live forever, like people like people don't want to die early. In, in the world we live in, and don't get me wrong, like some people Only definitely kill them. Greed is because there's some sort of like legacy immortality in that, you know, uh, and that that it really just in humanity, like it. This story just doesn't work. Like I get Thanagarians are aliens. She should go to Thanagar for that bullshit, not Earth. Like don't, don't <laughs> honestly, really, like I'll tell it right now. Don't fucking take my Mayan pyramids with that bullshit, you know? Because that's, like, where she went. She went into a jungle, and it looked like a Central American Mayan pyramid. Like, we're not about but, that. No. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Jay. I, I, you did bring up something that I didn't mention earlier because I was making assumptions. Huh. But this is her world, right? Anagar? Nah. No, it's her little That's matrix. The, the story takes place in her. Yeah, own. not Thanagar, her matrix. Oh, like, okay. This is her matrix yeah. world, right? If that's what it is. Yeah. Then, that's what but it's not, it, it's not Thanagar, though. No, I didn't say Thanagar. But no. I said yeah, yeah. He meant the story is in the world. world. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's her own personal world, yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't the mortality be there? Like, if no, she's I, living I, her best life. Yeah, no. Uh, like, uh, she's you know, going to want it. And so it's gonna manifest, that just like John's dead sister manifested. Again, it, it's it, it, it with what you're saying, it fits. It doesn't make it a good comic book. And here's here's the part that I feel like exemplifies that it's not like a great book. Like we've basically been spending almost the entire time talking about the the hot girl portion of it. And not necessarily in a positive way, but like I'm, I'm speaking positively of it. You're right. You're right. You have spoken about it positively. Not necessarily. But what I'm saying yeah, is, I'm, I'm saying good things. Like, no, but 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 the, the whole point, and that's fair. But what I'm saying is, the joint is is on the cover. It says Green Lantern, and the Green Lantern story is so vanilla. It says hot girl. Just... Also, also, no, 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 hot girl. Right, exactly. It's I mean, like I thought she was gonna show up like in Beware My Power. 
but the <laughs> right, but but and and that was the kind of the contrast for me too, where I was just like, I'm like John John Stewart is is a good comic book character. I know this because I've read John Stewart for a long time. In my mind, I was like, like you know, hot, when Hot Girl came into Beware My Power, I was just like, oh, I, I wasn't necessarily expecting to see her. But I get why people might connect John Stewart and a hot girl. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it because they have like the whole called her hot girl. Okay, but and I feel that it, especially they do in, the it context, in the credits, but no one calls her in the show calls her hot girl. Right, and in the context of the show, it doesn't make sense for that to happen. And you're right; it's good that that doesn't happen. However, I'm just like. Oh, like I wasn't necessarily like when I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this John Stewart uh, animated movie. There was no part of me that's like, oh, I hope Hot Girls in it. And so I was just like, oh, Hot Girls in it. Okay, cool, no big deal, you know. And in the course of the story, it's not like you know you're like she fits into the the narrative that they decided to tell. So I'm like, cool. When I was reading this, I was like, man, we got Hot Girl again, and I'm like, okay, I understand that people think about. Like there's some people think about Hot Girl when they think about John Stewart as a Green Lantern, but it's like, cartoon. right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's I was gonna say that's like Justice League the animated series. People, it's like that's not like we're we're talking about comics here. Why do we have to put Hot Girl in this? And and you know, again, I was like, okay, I didn't realize necessarily the format at that point. So I'm like, okay, if you're gonna put any other random, you know. B-list or C-list hero, I guess Hot Girl is the one that makes the most sense. But I'm just like, dang, like, it's like weird because I'm just like, I don't need like Jon Stewart, Green Lantern, and Hot Girl stories. I don't need that. Like, I was I was expecting Jon Stewart, Green Lantern stories and the one they told me was like, meh. And then they told me this Hot Girl story and I'm like, meh. And I'm just like, jeesh, man. Like, it's crazy. It, it's crazy like how this is like all coming together but again it's because we were doing this at the same time like if i had it like completely separate maybe i would have felt different i'm mad that you guys didn't suggest we review suicide squad blaze that's not green i don't even know what oh. that is you guys are going with a green theme yeah yeah okay Let's everything see, that's here is green that's hap that's what happens when i leave you guys that's what happens, happens. yeah we're, uh, Great new deal. Let's uh, rape this real quick so we can get, do a She-Hulk. Building back. That's a good back, idea. Not that good. Wait, what did you say to us? Nothing. Uh, two. Two and Wait, one. hold on. Hold on, Oz. Hold on, Oz. Say it again. Uh, I guess two. As a <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I, I honestly, I think the Hawk Girl story is way better than the Green Lantern story in this book. So the fact that it's a Green Lantern book, like I, I it, it loses points for that. For right. That right. I agree. Yeah. Uh Jay, what would you rate it? I would give it a four. Um wait, say it one more time. <laughs> I would give it a four. Um Thank you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, the Green Lantern was vanilla, but the Dead Sister was there, so I, I enjoyed that. It was the one chocolate and, uh, chip in the in the vanilla. What? It was the one chocolate chip in the vanilla, like accidental chocolate. Listen, I'm pretty sure yeah. if you call 
If you call a little black girl a chocolate chip, I'm pretty sure that's racist. Everybody, so you know. no, no, everybody loves chocolate. Whoa, whoa, okay, all right. But see, this, I, I actually did enjoy. <laughs> I actually did enjoy the hot girl story, and I enjoyed the Green Lantern story better than I liked the movie <laughs> that I just watched. So say we messed it up. it up, and yeah, that gave bonus points. Uh, so, so should, yeah, I, I would give it a four. I don't know if John Stewart would be would make himself the hero of his own story. I one hundred percent he would not. And that's what bug that's what bugged me about yep. his his story. In yep. The book. Yep. I agree one hundred percent. Like John Stewart. See, didn't you say you're three issues behind? I said I haven't read Dark Crisis, but. I have been reading Green Lantern all the way through. Like okay. the actual Green Lantern books. Oh! <laughs> it's so silly. But no, I mean, like, John Stewart is not that dude. It was too quiet. <laughs> like, how, how Jordan making himself the hero of his own story makes 100%. Guy Gardner, too. Right! 100%. Like, Kyle Rayner? Or John Stewart doing that? That's not who they are. Kyle would do it. I don't think so. I don't know. I saw him out super Superman. And he seemed pretty proud of himself. No, when you say out super Superman, you mean like he was like helping a lot of people? Um, he was talking to Superman and they got word of a planet uh, was going through some crisis mm -hmm. and before Superman could go he just like clicked his ring together and fixed it. Did you say click okay. his rings together? I, I don't know what that means. Oh, because yeah. he had two rings at the time. He had the white was, and the green. There's no place like Oa. There's no, place. no, it was when he was going through his like there was a certain point where he was like one of the all-powerful like he had it yeah, uh, he had absorbed the battery or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And he was ion. He was doing shit like that. But when you say out super Superman, that means he's helping people. He's not being like he's not making himself the hero. He's helping well, people. He was a little smug about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he is. A well, was he was he smug about it to? The public or smug about it to Superman? To Superman. That's not the same thing, right? Smug is smug. No, you're like, okay, whatever, Jay. Listen, one day you'll understand how wrong you are. No, no. <laughs> like, Moses Magnum, what'd you think about Dark Crisis, Green Lantern? Because I'm not giving it the whole name again. It, it, was, it was a total waste of time. Like it, it, it really was, I, I, and I, you know, I don't like to say this about comics, but it this is a comic that shouldn't have existed. Damn! Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a one. I, I give it a one because zero. The yeah. that's it, harsh. The art was like medi It's mediocre. Like this is a comic that I feel like anybody that I know could have drawn. Like, <laughs> and anybody like. I, Look, I consider I'm harder on myself than anybody. I could yeah. have another comic book than this. Mm. With these wow. guys. 
Yeah, there you go. Listen, I will say this. I felt like how you felt in regards to the Green Lantern story. Like, I felt the art was subpar. And I definitely was like, this might be a better story if you had a better artist. But at the same time, I was like, but this story is not a good Green Lantern story either. It's like, it's okay. It's not great. Uh, it's not even good. It's okay. Like, you and can't then, even really give it the multiverse, like, handicap. Like, oh, because it's mm -hmm. multiverse shit. Like, you can't even yeah, do that. Nah, nah. Yeah. No, I agree. And then and then I read the hot girl story and I was just like, oh, like, I don't know. So, yeah, but I, I but I give it higher than than probably most of you all did. I Well, not Jay, but I, I give it like, I don't know, like a, a three. I already it's forgot a, what I gave it. Right. Exactly. Like I give it like a three. You gave it a two. Like, two. About right. It's not it's not it's definitely not a good book, but it's like, not the worst thing I've ever read by any means. Like, you know, but it's not a good book. So like, I really, like three. Uh, I, you know, on vacation, I filmed a, uh, a, a review for Suicide Squad Blaze. And I was mad nobody brought that book up. Um, I don't, I still don't know what that is. What, what is that? It's a black label Suicide Squad book. Oh, I didn't even know it existed. My bad. Yeah. Now it came out last week and I'm like, man, this is something. And I started doing my own review. I did it underwater in, in Lake Tahoe and everything. You, you did the, the, the review for, for Suicide Squad Blaze underwater? Oh, so, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't I, burn I, you. I had a GoPro. Blazing it. Yeah, I had a GoPro, and I'm, like, doing the pantomime, and then I was doing voiceover over it. And it's like, like the, the, the comic's getting wet. He's like, oh, no, no. I got to review it before it disintegrates. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> I destroyed all that footage because I'm like, no, oh. I'm these guys to read it too. Yeah, we can talk about it next week. So you know, we'll no, I'm, I'm still gonna do a, a one shot, but I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Whatever, Moses. Look, it's your world. We just live in it, man. No, <laughs> like, okay, let's talk about She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Y'all good for that? Let's do some TV. A little tease for you. <laughs> the. the Tease him, Jay. Tease him, Jay. Oh, so. Uh, no, it's more about gel coat. When the fourth round will... Don't you call in. Does it look good already? Jumbo Scampi for limited... I love it. Mo, you want to tell the people about She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Uh, I don't want to even call this an adaptation of a She-Hulk comic, but it is the MCU's take on Jennifer Walters and She-Hulk, and uh, it's their foray into a sitcom. You know, you kind of get the sitcom thing with uh, WandaVision, but that's just thematic from episode to episode. Like, this is the actual format of, like, what this 39-minute Ally McBeal-type Boston public type uh, <laughs> sitcom thing. It's not a procedural. It's a superhero nah. show. It's just done in that type of sitcom style. And uh, I, they, I, I, I'm going to jump into my impression too because yeah, go for it. It's just like they abandoned that format totally just for the first episode, and they did it which, in the which way. format? The 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 legal uh, sitcom. Uh, strong woman format 
like okay. what the show is like you didn't get that from the first episode because the first episode she's like you're gonna stick around for that like let me give you the superhero shit and, mm-hmm. and then they just did that like the origin story and it was like fun creative way of doing that and the show episode two might feel a little different but you got episode one that hooked you in if you're only there for the superheroics and uh, if you're only in for the superheroics, then you never read a She-Hulk comic. And that's where I can be a proud <laughs> gatekeeper. And you don't you either. Yeah. Because that, that shit just felt like reading a She-Hulk comic. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, Jay, what were your thoughts on She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Um... I thought it felt like a zero issue. Um, I thought they took a whole lot of time just to say she doesn't get angry when she hulks out. Um, <laughs> she doesn't need to be angry to she hulk. Yeah, it just a lot of runtime just for that one little point. But you like um, zero issues. Huh? You like zero issues. When they're done well. Like, I like them when they're good. Yeah. This just seemed pointless. It actually, it's worse than pointless. It seemed like it's for normies. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to know. Like, I know she doesn't get mad, or she is yeah. to herself when she goes home. Yeah. So I don't need a thirty-six minute uh, show just telling me that one thing that I already know that I've known for a very long time since the 80s or 90s yeah whenever sensational she hope got came out like yeah. I don't need 36 minutes of you telling me that she's not mad all the time um and then the last four minutes oh my god that was just so fuck tarted like it, it's so pointless it's so normie bait it's it's just oh like it was so unnecessary like it, it nothing even comes of it it just happens and then it fucks off to the credits and then captain america fucks I mean, I don't know who was thinking Captain America doesn't fuck, but... Oh, there are people out there thinking that. Yeah. I know, weirdos. Like, he's Captain fucking America. Like, he's gonna fuck. He, I mean, I can't imagine Captain America not fucking. That's because you're so, a pervert, Jay. Yeah. I mean, it's Captain America... <laughs> What are you going to do with all that enhanced stamina if you're not let, using it? Let the record show that Jay did not say no. I love how Jay watched all of Iron Man, all of fucking uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, all of uh, Thor, all of Guardians of the Galaxy, all of Infinity uh, Saga, and now it's like She-Hulk. Oh, MCU's for normies. 
it's true. It's 100% true. Like, like, this is, yeah. But, you know, as far as my MCU for normies goes, this is the shit that feels most like a fucking She-Hulk comic than, than anything MCU could have ever done. I mean, look, maybe it was my fault for reading Sensational She-Hulk. It is. It is. It's like it's my fault for <laughs> for loving comics. <laughs> Jay, but, Jay allow me to go on the record and be like, how dare you, Jay, read Sensational <laughs> She-Hulk? How dare you, you son of a bitch? <laughs> loving and comics also, for that long. <laughs> but also, I think if you've watched the show enough, you, you know I'm a pervert. Like, <laughs> Like I was, I like, like I, no, I, one, no one, no non-pervert would obsess over nudity as much as I do. I was mad watching Luck because I'm like, man, Joy's Joe's beating off to this. Like, oh, no, I'm not. What? what? Like, what? We, like Emily and I had a whole thing. Like, it's like, why? Who suggested this? Like, I, I don't know. I think Joe did, and it's like because of that. I, I don't know what ass he's looking at here. But so well, we're trying to play a game, figuring out which ass is the one that Joe's jizzing on the screen. Listen, Joe, it was Joe, I was not... in, in Joe in Joe's defense, the only time I saw him pull his penis out in the movie theater was when the cats were on the screen. That's the only time. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot again, of pussy. Again, that's 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 just like we know Joe. <laughs> like no, I, I, that wasn't for perverted. <laughs> Like I didn't want to see that for perverted things. I mean, right? But because we know it is weird really that it's a movie true. about a person with bad luck and there's like zero clothing malfunctions. But <laughs> that's it's, true. It's a rated G. Rating. I didn't think about that. Oh, is it rated G? Okay. Yeah, it's a G rating, so they can't do clothing malfunctions. Are clothing but, malfunctions like a big thing that happens to unlucky people? Yeah, all the time. Like even um, um like in empowered, it's not even like. It's a, a bad luck thing, but it, bad luck doesn't even come to play. But it's like, oh, the darn luck and the power, the the clothes come off. Mm. Okay, okay, real quick. Let me allow me to to move to Oz. Oz, what were your impressions of She-Hulk? I thought it was. Uh, I like that they cut the origin story to like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. There's some parts that bug me. I, I think there's a. It's been a controversy when she's uh, she's talking about how she she deals with anger all the time because because of men. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to say it. And I I get what they were saying. It makes sense. I'm fine with it. It's perfectly. It, it, it's fine if she's telling if she's talking to any of us. On this show right now, she's talking to Bruce Banner. She has not had to deal with the kind of issues that he has. But that's that's part of the point. Like you're learning to be your Hulk, <laughs> and, and that's the beauty of She-Hulk. That's the beauty of Red Hulk. That's the beauty of Red She-Hulk. That's the beauty of Savage Hulk. That's the beauty of fucking uh, Mister Fix It. It's like it's constantly like we all have a Hulk inside us. And, yeah, that, and and we all have to kind of figure it out which Hulk we are and how we're gonna do. No, it. I I will say that I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that because it's like it's a weird thing because yeah, it's like you don't beat off or anything. You don't give. You don't never give in to your base urges. Well, but here's the thing though: where 
if you're like, like, I know that cats are like, oh, like, how dare she, like, talk to Bruce Banner like that because he's been through so much. And it's like, I mean, Bruce Banner's been through things. But at the end of the day, like, Bruce Banner has the issues that he has because of how he was brought up right. as a kid. And, you know, for Jennifer Walters to just be like, no, like, I don't have your issues. That's not a big deal. Like, yeah. to me. Because, like, it's like, cats are like, oh, the woman that he that he loved died. Da, da, da. And, like, no, she's not minimizing that. Like, that's... No, no. Well, that's the thing. It's not that she says, I don't have the same issues you have. It's she literally tells them, I, I've dealt more with with controlling my anger. I've, I've, I've dealt with more stuff that made me control my anger than you ever had. Which is true. Um, well, what, what's not true about that? Like, like wait, but no, really, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to read fucking comics. That concept no, was brought up forty-five years ago. Like, it's part. It's part of the comic, whether you agree with it or not on TV. I don't give a fuck. That's what the comics dealt with, and that's what I want to see on TV. But but whether the comics dealt with it or not, like if you want to just stay within the movie realm, it's like Bruce Banner's been through some stuff. Is it anger issues or is it grief? That's not the same thing. And and a lot of these dudes are so emotionally stunted, they act like every emotion is the same emotion. And it's not. Like what 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 anger issues have we seen Bruce Banner deal with on screen? I mean, unless the movie that everybody hates, that's the, that's where you even see then, that. though, it's like this fool doesn't deal with a lot of anger issues. In well, that's the, if he would have, if he would deal with his anger issues uh, properly, he wouldn't be Hulk. And, right? and that's the whole point. I think him and Jennifer Walters is he spent so much time suppressing his anger that it built a whole separate personality, and that was the Hulk. But but, but he suppresses she processes her. Her anger. Right. And that's why when she transforms, she has full control. And and that's the whole point that she's making. And it's like cats are acting like, oh, how like you know, cats act like she's talking down to this dude because yeah. he's dealt with his anger issues so deftly. And it's like these cats don't even understand how emotions work half the time. Because it's like, what have we seen on screen that is the Hulk dealing with his anger? I would argue that most men have no idea how emotions work. Well, no, it, it's it. You know, we've been conditioned as men to not deal with our emotions. So, one hundred percent. You know, and then there's some of us that that come up uh, beyond that kind of. Yeah. You know, I say kind of. You know, I still need. You know, <laughs> but but it's like I know enough to know that it's like like she's talking to him, not me. Like, well, and, and that's the whole thing, right? Where it's like it's like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, oh, it's men are raw for not understanding emotions because in our society, you're right. Like men aren't taught to deal with their emotions in any positive ways most of the time. So it makes sense that people wouldn't like understand. When you try to find outlets for your anger creatively or productively, they call you a faggot. <laughs> yeah. That happens sometimes, you know. Like, it happened. Look, I'm speaking from we can lay off of the. It happened a lot. 
I think it's, but, I think it's a fine way to use that word here because it is. I'm expressing it is within anger. the discourse, right? I, I, I I'm expressing my anger to how people uh, uh, express themselves to me, but how I chose to do things. But more importantly, it's like you know we we like the cast that have the criticism are like like I would say this: show me in what we've seen on screen where you have Bruce Banner, whether you're talking about friggin' Ruffalo or Ed Norton effectively dealing with their anger. With, with, with anger specifically. In, invented a machine to not deal with his anger. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so it's just like, you know, it's like, dude, like, if if it happened on screen, I'll listen. But I'm just saying, I, I, like, a lot of, like, most of it is like, you know, like, literally we have him bragging about how he's always angry. So he can transform at will into the Hulk because this fool's always angry. Now, now what you know, Bruce Banner's always angry about. He doesn't talk about. He doesn't say, "Oh, I'm always angry because of this or that." And you know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, if you're a straight white male with a PhD, it's like you know, I what. I don't know, like, I'm not saying that you can't be angry about something, but you got to at least tell us what it is so we can know, because, you know, the world is probably working for you. Banana you know Republic what I'm saying? Say what? Banana Republic ran out of khakis. I mean, you know, listen, I'm not trying to minimalize anybody's anger. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm minimalizing it. I, I'm minimalizing it. And you can do that. Because with me minimalizing, they're like, you know what? Explain it. Go through the process and work through it so that you don't have to be mad at She-Hulk. On that <laughs> similar thread, uh, this show made me feel like, why is Hulk so weak? Which Hulk? Like, Hulk the Hulk in this show. He... Oh yeah, Bruce Banner. He looks, yeah. he looks smaller. He feels smaller. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, when, yeah. when he's on the hood of that jeep, like yeah. I've seen, he, he punches yeah. a giant space monster absolutely. thing to absolutely. stop. Absolutely, I agree with Oz one hundred percent because he's ha he's not giving up to his anger. He's not he's not surrendering to his base instinct to the beast that he is. He's controlling it, and that makes him weak. Smart Hulk has always been less strong than Angry Hulk. Yeah, but but he's still stronger than She Hulk. He is, but she the thing he the way they express it in MCU for normies is this. This is, is what well, like, I guess what I'm time, saying. The one time he shows more strength than her, he's mad that she's like making right. him stupid. Yeah, and. And that's how the Hulk works. Like I don't yeah. like, I'm just saying, like, like I'm just saying like like she like there's no instance in the show where She Hulk looks stronger than Hulk. She would look she might look like more control of her emotions, or and she looks she's more, more, more wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk a little bit. No, let me talk a little bit. Let me talk like or or she's like she's showing more finesse. But there's no point where she shows that she is actually stronger. So it's like that that's the point that bothers me a little bit, where it's like just because she's better at anything than Hulk, cats have a problem. It's not strength, and that's what the Hulk's known for, right? The Hulk 
is literally the strongest there is. And when it comes to showing strength, he shows that he's the strongest there is. But because she's better than him at other stuff that has nothing to do with strength, she's like, well, why should She-Hulk be better than Hulk at anything? And it's like, why do you all feel like this? It's like, dude, like, relax a little bit. Like, what? tell me what she's better at that the Hulk should be better at than her. You know what? I, I blame uh, some of these shows where they have a, a, a genius paired with a, 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 a common sense guy, and the common mm-hmm. sense guy always fixes the mysteries because right. all these shows kind of make dumb people feel like, yeah, I'm just as good as the smart people. Yeah, and right. then that, and this You're is right. the reverse of, of that uh, motif in this show, and then these people are getting triggered for it. But but the the messed up part is. It's not even the reverse. It's the same thing. Because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, She-Hulk is obviously smart. She's a lawyer. And lawyers are are generally smart people. I don't know if people would generally feel like lawyers are smarter than scientists. I feel like most people would feel like scientists are smarter than lawyers. Because while lawyers are smart, most of their, their well, not most of their intelligence, but you need to be, huh? The focus. Yeah, I mean, it's like, let me put it like this. A person of average intelligence can still become a lawyer. You may not be the best lawyer, but you can become a lawyer. Generally speaking, like, if you're of average intelligence, you may not necessarily be able to be a scientist. Like, you can, you you may, like, not every scientist is a top-class scientist, but generally... Say what? Thanks for crushing my dream. I'll never be a scientist. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mo. But I'm just saying, like, I'm you can this, be... I'm going to throw this gamma bomb over there now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, even, like, there are, like, just like in every profession, there are average to low-grade scientists. But your low-grade scientist is probably still a pretty smart person just because math and science <laughs> is a tough field. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's not to say that being, like, a lawyer... Is, is not a tough field, because it is. Like, you know, I, I can say that from personal experience. But what I'm saying is, like I said, like, you can be, like, high-end ha- average intelligence and be a poor lawyer, because I've seen them. <laughs> and, and you know, you, you can have a career still, you know? And so I'm just like, dude, like, you know, like, it's just cats being triggered because they're like, oh, like, they feel like this is uh, Captain Marvel all over again. Whereas, like, oh, we're trying to say that Jennifer Walters is the most powerful Hulk. And no one even said it. That's, that's the thing. Like, if you watch the first episode, there's no part of that that says she's the strongest Hulk. There's she's just Hulk better. Thing... At... Uh, no, go ahead. I was just saying she's better at some things than Bruce Banner. But that's enough for some people to be like, she shouldn't be better at anything than Bruce Banner. But and that's like, look, that's, that's why crazy. the comic was good, too. Because mm-hmm. she was different than the Hulk, even though she had a similar power set and a similar uh exactly. Aura, you know? And I even with like the shit we hated, like Red Hulk. Like eventually Red Hulk yeah. ended up doing good shit, like shit that mm-hmm. I like and shit like that. Savage right. She Hulk, Red She Hulk, Red Savage. Right. All those right. ended, up, ended up having their spot. And even I didn't like it at the time, but going back and it's like there's something for everybody in the Hulk abomination. Yeah. Like abomination. It, it was so one dimensional at first. 
and then it and, different. Like, uh, so I, there's a whole other. You said go. Uh, sorry, Larry. Before you, you real. No, no, good. But I'm sorry. No, no, um, I apologize. There's a. <laughs> I'm the one butting into your shit. Sorry, <laughs> but um, there's a whole other thing where it's like it's too sexually liberated. Like, right. And, but that hasn't even been shown in the TV show, and that's already a criticism. And right. Like, and it's She-Hulk. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, you know, nobody gave a shit when Tony Stark was fucking journalists and leaving them, you know, like... That's so, what I'm saying. The double standard. And so, yeah, it is a double standard, but it's, uh, I'm happy, like, I get to piss off people. I can't wait. You know, I'm finally going to work tomorrow for real. And we're going to be talking with the, some of my clients who some of them might not be as open-minded as we are here. And, and the new yeah. the new episode comes out tomorrow, too. I know, but I'm not going to be able to see it till later. Well, not until the evening. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm really happy to like make people feel stupid. Because either way, from what I've seen so far, it's like it feels like the comic. And that's all I really care about. And if they don't like it, it's like, then you don't like fucking comics. Like, what the fuck are you doing watching this shit? Yeah. What 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 I was gonna say was that you know I agree with you wholeheartedly in the sense where uh, last thing. No, no, no. Well, not that part, but yeah, you're right. But before, um, oh damn it, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. Now here here's where I will criticize, and this is in line with what Joe was saying, which I don't know if it was the last four minutes. Basically, the entire Titania courtroom scene, like that joint, is terrible. And it's sad. It's horrible, right? Huh? Titania was horrible, right? In in the show, one hundred percent. Like, and it's messed up because, like, home chick that plays her, like, she's not a bad actress. Like, like she's in the good place. Like, she's good. Like, she can be good. She could have been Titania. It's not the casting I would have chosen, but okay, you know, like one of those things where it's like, I, I had enough faith in her acting ability to pull the role off, and who knows, maybe in episodes yeah, in the future, that might happen, but in this episode, like, you know, which kind of, like I said, in line with what Jay was saying, the end of this episode, which I enjoyed this joint, one like thoroughly, up until this point. And when you have her busting into the courtroom like the Kool-Aid man, and I'm just like, man, this kind of feels a little bit low budget. And then you have her friend like, hey, do your She-Hulk thing or whatever, which it's like, okay, like I can deal with that, but it feels like that could have been a better setup for that. Oh, that was And dumb. she does it. I can tell you it, why it, that was dumb. No, no, I mean, you, you don't have to tell me why it's dumb because I, I, I feel it already. You know, I feel it already. Like it's like it could have been better, but 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 okay. Tell me anyway, Oz. No, I, I, I don't know why it's done. Just because, just because. Mo no, Oz. Asked, it, what, Oz. What bugged me was she takes the time to take her shoes off, so she does. She doesn't ruin them. Doesn't take the the coat off. Well, but she Oz, ends up ruining. Like she, but what if what if she doesn't take? What if she takes the coat off and then she busts out of her joint? Like, I mean, look, and her, and her nipples get, are showing. I don't, I don't expect her to get naked, but I'm not saying you expect her to get naked. But what I'm saying is, 
She she didn't no, tore the shirt. She just tore the jacket over it. The 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 shoes are dumb too. Like that that's that's why I asked because but it's, people are in peril. Right. No, no. no but you time to take the shoes off. At the same time, you could take the jacket off, right? Listen. First first of all, first of all, her friend tells her to take off the shoes, and she's like, "Oh yeah." And it only takes a second to do. And then on top of that, like, you know, you're gonna get big. You don't know if you're gonna bust out your shirt or not, so it makes sense you keep the jacket on. Okay, whatever. You don't understand how clothes work, but go ahead. You were never read Sensational She-Hulk issue two or seen the cover. Lawrence doesn't. I mean, I'm comics. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have read Sensational She-Hulk. No, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm just saying, like, like that happens all like she's in her court suit as yeah all the time. Yeah, it's like yeah, one hundred percent. It like. If you're trying to be modest, you keep the jacket on because you're like, my nipple might show, but it may not show if I keep the jacket on. And generally, like, She-Hulk might not care about the nipple thing, but Jennifer will. Right. But but either way, the point I'm making is you have her saying, like, oh, do your She-Hulk thing. Not a, not a great set of dialogue, but whatever. I can forgive that. Then you have Titania that already looks like a professional wrestler, which I'm not happy with, do like a random like jump kick. And the wire work on this joint looks the worst. Where I'm just like, dude, you saw like that in the trailer though. Like that came out of nowhere for you in this episode. I listen, I don't remember watching a trailer with bad wire work. And I never might not like I might not have seen it. Like I saw the first trailer with the bad CGI. And I don't know that I necessarily walk watched a trailer after that, which is okay because I don't I didn't need to see a trailer. I was gonna watch the show either way, so Ooh. you know. But I'm just like that wire work is terrible. And here's the thing: in the same way how you mess around and fix the CGI, I might watch the trailer and be like, "Well, hopefully they'll fix that wire work in post, make it look good," you know. It looks terrible. And then, like, you have, like, I, it, it's supposed to be a fight, but I don't think I can even call it a fight. Yeah. And, you know, and, look, I'm looking at the picture here, and you can very, make a very, a, a very good argument that Titania here looks like a professional wrestler, and you'll be right. But if that's what she looks like, that's not the type of professional wrestler that she looks like in the show. No, she looks like Titania in the show looks like somebody went to the Salvation Army store and said, I need a, a sassy black woman outfit. Well, no, it's a hooker outfit from the Goodwill. It's not it's not a hooker outfit. It is. The hooker outfit <laughs> was, was uh Jennifer Walters at the bar. Dude, yes, Jennifer Walters at the bar did look like a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and and Titania looks like she looks like a female ultimate warrior. And you know, it's just like I mean, here's the thing. I don't have any issue with female ultimate warrior. I'm just saying that's not what Titania looks like. And I'm just like I want I if you're going to like I'm not saying she has to look like how the picture that Joe put up first, but give me the essence of the character even if you clothe her more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have made Titania with a pantsuit and, and a V-neck 
And I'd be like, oh, that looks like Titania, but like covered up a little bit. You could have had the, the what's the, the fear itself, Titania. Right. Right. Like there's a there's a number of Titania costumes that aren't revealing and it would have been like, okay, that looks like her. But the what they gave home chick doesn't look like her at all, and then she does this terrible jump kick. Then they don't even show the punch to connect, which is weird to me. Where I'm just like, why were they like? Why would they not show well, us that? They had, to, they had to redo the special effect, the green, the She Hulk special effect. Oh, and that might be it. You very well might be right. Like that might be it. I don't know. But either way, it was just like I was really enjoying the show up until that point, and my lasting impression was like, oh. Like it got low budget at the end, and that's messed up. It was low low budget from the start. Like I mean, well, I they put the budget, I disagree with that. They put the budget on other things, like redoing the. Uh, there we go. That actually looks more like female Ultimate Warrior than the show. I don't. I I disagree with that. Like, that doesn't look like Ultimate Warrior. Um, but yeah. But what I, I'm not like those last few minutes of the show. I'm not even like too worried about. Like that's carried over from what they had to fix. So we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah, I I think the show is not... Those last four minutes, I guess, the best way I could put it, are not indicative of what the series is going to be like. I agree with that. Other 34 minutes... Right, are more in line. I agree with that. Anyway, we should do some ratings. I also agree with that. With me? Okay. With the... It not being indicative. I don't think this whole issue or episode. That's how good it is. You called it an issue. Well, well, no, because I I do think of it as an issue zero. Yeah. And I expect once they actually are giving content that it's going to be good. Like issue one should be actually a banger. Despite how disappointing issue zero was. Like even the way she intro well, even the way she intro the zero, like like it is for people like you're not gonna stick around for this legal shit. Wait, hold on, because I I just want to understand. So you're saying this was an issue zero and you're expecting the next episode to be a banger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it this is like one of those issue zeros that came out like after issue nine. This is the uh, free conflict rate <laughs> issue. Got it. Right. Now, now I will say personally, I felt like this joint was actually a really good episode up until the very end. And and I love like what they did, like kind of almost in line with what Moses was talking about, where it kind of subverted your expectations, especially considering like everybody was talking about this joint like it was gonna be like super sitcom-y. And at the end of the day. It kind of starts off like, oh, it is going to be a sitcom, and they're like, oh, you're not, you don't want to see that though, and it subverts your expectations completely and goes to, you know, like, for... <laughs> is, it, is that the Titanic hero click? <laughs> yeah, hilarious. It goes to, you know, the the whole idea of like, you know, you want the origin story. And that's kind of cool because I think many of us were like, well, we might get, the, we'll get the origin story eventually. And they give it to you right up front. So, you know, exactly where she comes from and then goes back to the whole legal drama aspect. And 
honestly, at this point, the messed up part is because of how it ends, I'm like, I'd rather it just been like Law and Order. <laughs> you know, like, I really wish it was just like 100% legal and like, or, or her losing the case and then turning into She-Hulk at the end because she was angry about it. You know, like that, that would have been cool. Titania, I'm like, dude, save that for issue, for, for issue, for uh, episode two. Because, yeah, whatever. I guess she's not actually supposed to be back until episode five. Titania? No. Wait, are you serious? Aren't there only like seven-ish episodes? Yeah, she's like the main big villain, but this is- Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. No. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I Look, just had an article where idea. that was the headline. That's a bad idea. Like, if Titania's the main bad guy, hey Larry, like, like, you act like you don't have faith in Marvel. It's not that I don't faith in Marvel. I have faith in Titania. Titania's not a good main villain for like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Titania's not like a constant foil for She-Hulk. I'm not saying that, but. She's not like main villain material. Like she's not like Titania so, shouldn't be She Hulk's purple man. So from this article on Screen Rant, uh, oh. She Hulk attorney at law showrunner Jessica Gao recently explained why Titania does not return until episode five. Uh, the latest MCU television series stars Tatiana. Maslany is Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, a defense attorney tasked with representing beings with supernatural powers in a court of law. Uh, blah, blah. At the end of episode one, Wonder Walters' trials is interrupted by Titania, a social media influencer with super strength. Social media <laughs> um, influencer. Like, okay, skipping. Titania does not really show up to challenge Walters until episode five. There better be four episodes of Daredevil then. Uh, like well, the no, comics, the showrunner wanted to show Titania is more of a nuisance to pester She Hulk repeatedly. Gal likens the villain to a gnat that was always buzzing around She Hulk. This was well, Gal's inspiration like for the Titania's role in the first four episodes before she becomes a larger antagonistic force for the remainder of the season. So they're like, we're going to make her look annoying in the first four episodes and then make her like a real threat in the fifth one? That sounds crazy. She's going to get that other hammer. <laughs> we got to get that abomination in. Like abomination would make more sense. Well, you're going to have that episode. Like, says... three. He's not going to really be abomination, though. He's going to be... Uh... What what's the dude's name? Blonsky. Yeah, he's gonna be Blonsky. Most of it. I I would say ninety nine percent of the time he's gonna be Blonsky. Then he's gonna say something in the courtroom to piss him off, and he's gonna become a violation. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, man. Like I love Tim Roth so much that if this was Blonsky, most of the time that's not even a negative to me. Like this guy's so good. He's yeah, highly wait. underrated as an actor. Just wait. Just wait for what? Yeah, you'll change your mind when you actually see it. I disagree. Like, Tim Roth is not going to let me down. Oh, boy. So, do we rate it or do we... Yeah, we're going to rate it. Why would we not rate it? I mean, it is only issue zero. 
Jay, stop it's it. The issue it's, zero first of all, episode it's, one. it's episode one. It's episode one. Jay, you act like you never suggested an episode uh, issue zero to review for this. Well, I love good issue zeros. Right, but Jay, again, listen. like you've submitted them and we reviewed them and we've rated. On them. top of that, why don't you go first, Jay? You rate. Uh, you hold rate. On, hold on, I'll say. I'll say this. We'll discuss episode one, but I think we need to revisit it. Episode five, when we're halfway through, see see how it maintains, and then kind of take another okay. look at it after the ninth episode. And it, how um, many episodes are nine. there? Nine, at least five. It's nine. I'm nine. telling you, okay. it's nine. What is what is wrong with you all? <laughs> she, she's like at least. I don't know five. what's wrong with those guys. I know, right? No, I'm talking about those guys. Oz, you, you, you are okay. Like, if you're like there are nine episodes, you want to say episode five is the middle. I get, I get that. Like, you know, like these other guys. with me. I feel like I have to, like, no, yeah. listen. You I have to agree with you when you're right. Like I'm wrong because you're agreeing. No, no, you're right. When I don't agree with you, that that's how you know you're wrong. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, Jay, what would you rate She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Episode episode one, you son of a bitch. Okay, so I'm going to put the caveat out there first. I do expect the show to get better. Okay. Uh, episode one was like a two, one and a half. I don't know. I don't want to watch cousins wrestling together. Like, I don't need that. Did they wrestle? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Did they wrestle or did they fight? They were wrestling. At they, one yeah, point, they were, they were sparring on the ground. They were sparring. They, they, they were fought. rolling around. They did yoga. They did tai chi. They drank. Wait, yo- yoga and tai chi and drinking aren't wrestling. None of that's I'm wrestling. sure no, I said, I, hand I, accidentally I, touched someone something. I, list, I listed everything they did, and in that was wrestle. Okay. Oz, what would you rate it? I'm gonna say four. I enjoyed the episode, um, but I I also came into it the way it was advertised to me is it's gonna be a, a kind of a sitcommy fun thing, and that that's what it was. You know, yeah, it's enjoyable. Okay, uh, great. It's an origin story that the, I wish other Marvel movies would learn from and do in fifteen to twenty minutes. And then get back to the real story. <laughs> gotcha. Moses Magnum. What would you rate She Hulk It's a five for me, even with that like court scene. I didn't have a problem. You guys did. Um but yeah, like, I'm not a Titania fan like that, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you love her. You love her. I, I I do like I like the fear itself stuff. I, I like when they read her in comics. Yeah. But I yeah. like if they're gonna pick somebody to race swap, uh, totally homogenize into a totally different character, like Titania might be it. You know? Yeah, no, I feel that. I like, feel that. I'm just mad. That, I'm just glad they didn't do it to uh, old boy in uh, Thor Ragnarok. What's his name? Right. Uh, the Carl Urban character. Yeah. I like what they do. Oh, executioner. Yeah, <laughs> and they kind of did, you know, and they kind of did, but they didn't do it as bad as as her. I like no, her. I agree. It's better than her, so it's fine with me. And uh, I, again, those last four minutes. Wait, Car- 
Carl Urban's white though, and Executioner's white, right? Yeah, and and what? Like, oh, I'm just like. <laughs> I don't care about race swapping, Larry. Like, I don't know what you think of me. Like, what kind of? No, I, just, uh, I thought you said you're just glad they, they, they. You know, he's like they did it. I thought you said you would have. No, homogenize or... the character, like water it down and all that. Yeah. And, oh, like, but you said they watered it down for, for him. Kipania, they didn't do oh. it for him as bad as they. Did. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because the I mean the the social media like, I honestly don't really care what they do with Titania. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, there's not a lot of Titania fans out there. Yeah. That's what I know. Like, I mean, I've been a Marvel fan place. long enough. Again, like the example I gave, the fear itself, like she has her place and she's yeah. a, she can she can bring it. I don't need her to bring it in episode one of She-Hulk. In after, the last after this first episode, I would argue there's a lot of Titania experts out there. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, you Look, they're gonna say they are, but they didn't know who Titania was before look, they Wikipedia. They, look, I'm not even a Titania expert, but if they were an expert, they'd be sounding more like me. Because it's 100%. all mainstream now. Yeah, it's all mainstream. Like, so for me, for me, it's bringing it right back around to the beginning. For me, it's a five out of five. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it yeah. thoroughly. Every minute of it, even like. Like even the end credits with the like concept art, like the comic. Yeah, I know the, it's, cor- it's like courtroom art. Yeah, that was very oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I loved it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, which, yeah, I mean, it was digital, but that's what apparently that's what courtroom art is now. Digital, which I is crazy. Buy any of those panels that they showed in the end credits? They, they well, were beautiful. You, you don't like the show. You gave all like the art. Yeah, no, but you don't like it. Yeah, well, I like it. the art. That doesn't matter. You know, you're not getting any of it. You only give it a four. So what I will say is, I would give it a four and a half out of five. I, I liked it a any, lot. You're not getting any of it either, Larry. I, I don't want it. <laughs> but what I will say is, you know, it's like I was disappointed by the very end, and that was unfortunate. Like I, I'm of the mindset where, like, you know, I can overlook the fact that. Like, a lot of people will look at the beginning and the end of something, and that's their impression of it. For me, it's like, I'm not that person. I can definitely, like, be like, oh, no. Even though the end disappointed me, I can overall feel like it was a good thing. But there's going to be a lot of people that are just going to be like, that ending sucked. And they're going to be like, well, the show sucks. Because that's the last impression they got. And that's it. So, it's unfortunate. And it's... It's more than anything. It strikes me as strange that nobody else that were that was on that production, or none of the producers or anybody looked at that and was like, "No, that's bad." Like, because it's bad. Like the wire work. Like, why is Titanium even jump kicking at She Hulk anyway? Like, even even if she doesn't know who She Hulk is, you know enough to be like, "That looks like a Hulk." Why would you jump kick a Hulk? Like, like when does that ever work? I don't know why you care now when you didn't care in Agents of Shields with the Nerf guns. Like, what are you talking about? What are you they talking have, like, about? Nerf guns, like against Hulks. In general, like the all. Oh, like, so, so it's a completely different situation, is what you're saying. <laughs> they're you. They're fighting super powered people with fucking like razor blades retrofitted to look like a gun. Who? Who? Mo? Like, I'm saying, like, a Hulk 
is a completely different level of threat than anything I'm that happened on Angels of Shield. I'm talking right? about the budget. I'm talking about the budget, like the way well, it looked, the presentation. But, okay, but, but the the Angels of Shield budget is probably like one sixteenth of what the Shield budget was. You didn't care then. You didn't care well, then. Why? Like, why would I be? Why would you, hold, think, you didn't even think what, to think about the budget then. But you're why would I hold? Somebody at uh, it's not it's not I'm not thinking of like what I know is this is this show has a much bigger budget than anything Agents of Shield did and and in the and moment I'm you trying, about the budget in the moment you didn't but, even see it I'm not I'm not trying to hold Agents of Shield that happened in the first like two years of the MCU to the same standard of year fifteen it happened in your present. The way you judge the show Mo, is how Mo. you should have judged that then. If, if if you want me to hold somebody to the same like if you want me to hold someone to the same standard in year two as I do year fifteen of their experience, I'm just gonna tell you that that sounds ridiculous to me. No, I, I just wanted you to judge it on the same scale in the moment. You didn't do it then, and now you're doing it. I'm not gonna judge a TV budget with the same thing as a multi million dollar studio budget. I'm not gonna do it. It was a multi-million dollar studio then. I'm sorry. Multi-billion dollar studio. I apologize. It was a multi-billion dollar studio then. It was not. ABC is not a billion dollar studio? ABC television? We're, we're Part of the Go Network? ABC. Hey, listen, we're, we are Disney, talking about... Disney we're talking about... Not, Disney is not a billion dollar studio 10 years ago? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. When you're, at the moment you're talking about wasn't a Disney studio then. It was. It was not. It was. Otherwise, it would have been on Paramount or on Spike or some shit. It wouldn't have been on ABC. I'm like, come on, man. Like, dude. Should we like, go on your final thoughts? Nah, we nah, should. Even, we should because because Mo's trying to trying to compare apples to oranges, and he's like, I need you to say that I want, an apple's I want, an orange. I, I just want your measure to have been the same. Like the way you judge that, then you should judge it now. Like, Listen, what? What like it doesn't make sense, Mo? Why would I? Yeah, why would I judge? Ages of Shield wasn't even a Marvel Studios production. Yeah, it was. It was not. So that that's why it didn't connect to the series at the beginning, like to the movie. It did connect. Yeah, because it was it was it was a Marvel Studios production. It it was not. Like Kevin Feige didn't have anything to do with that. And if you if you tell me I'm wrong, I'll listen to you. But you're not going to do that because you know that you're not going to lie. It, look, you should still judge it. Like, the, I, the, I, I the shouldn't. Budget, the budgetary things, like, you didn't have those problems then. You shouldn't have them now. It's not what, no, I should because the people that make that, the people that are going to make Secret Wars an actual movie are making She Hulk a TV show today. That's not the same people that made. Asians of Shield, a television show back then, like I mean, literally. You act like other shit has good special effects either. Like we talked about the bad effects in like Infinity War. I, like, I they, didn't talk about that. You all talked effects. about that. I, I, I was gonna tell you, like they they had bad effects. They had bad effects in I, Doctor Strange. Listen, Oz criticizes Strange effects came out a few months ago. It's bad. There's bad effects in there. Oz criticizes a scene where it's like they shot it on a GoPro. Oz criticizes the effects in every Marvel movie or any superhero movie that's not DC. That happens all the time. 
Like, I'm not saying Oz doesn't criticize effects. What I'm saying is I didn't criticize them. And what I'm saying to you now is well, I'm not going to hold. Like, I didn't hear you say I was right either. Huh? I didn't hear you say how I'm right. I, I I don't I don't I look I I don't think that you were right then, and and I don't I don't know that you're right now. What I'm saying to you is, I my my standards are consistent is what I'm saying, and to mess around and make it seem as though oh well, you're 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 being playing favorites because you didn't feel that way in 2010 as you do in 2022 is ridiculous. That's called flip flopping. It's not. <laughs> Thank you. Play the music. Play play my goddamn music. <laughs> anyway, Oz, give me some final thoughts. Uh, apparently, my my degree in digital arts means nothing to you guys. Uh, I wouldn't so, go that far. <laughs> with that, um, if you could put what I'm sharing. Uh, okay preview of a upcoming video oh nice uh, damn you look you look like a gangster right there look you look like a veterano <laughs> that's a little bit racist uh spoiler alert that, that, <laughs> is that racist that, that face well, that that? does not show up in that video at all uh, damn <laughs> i didn't mean to be racist if that happened <laughs> we can take that off um <laughs> Yeah, so so that's coming soon. Um, I gotta review the edited version of that video, make sure it's not completely effed up. Uh, other than that, if y'all are sleeping on the Orville season three, yeah, that's like yeah, the the normally it, it's the best Star Trek series out there, season three specifically of the Orville. But uh, Strange New Worlds has been, yeah, it's been really good too. Good, too. So surprisingly, it's, it, it's a it's a running back and forth race between yeah. which one's a better show. And, but the the Orville is the more surprising because it compared to the season right. one and two, season You're three right. is just like completely just on a whole another level. So I agree. Check that out if you if you have the opportunity. Jay, final thoughts. Um, well, thanks to Terry Moore, I've now seen a nude picture of Modoc and Aunt May on the honeymoon. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, yeah. I, I like, I'm a little mad that you didn't like try to show us that, but don't worry about it next week. Like, r- real Modoc or that uh robotic Modoc from the Ant Man and Wasp trailer? Uh, not from the trailer, real Modoc. Wait, there's a Modoc in the Ant Man and Wasp trailer. I think that's where I saw it, but it's it's a Modoc that's all like machine, and I think it was. The oh Ant-Man. no no! Don't worry about it, Jay. Don't look for it. Just give us the rest of your final thought and be done. Next week. No, that was it. Got it. Most Magnum final thoughts. Uh, I got nothing. That's it. I'm out. Mo, Mo. You better give us a final thought. You talked all this what? trash. Yeah, no, nah, look, I got nothing. That's it. Mo, you got something, goddamn. No, nah, I, I said what I had to say. It's like you, you don't care. 
Sometimes you care about special effects. Sometimes you don't. That's it. What? That's not true. Like I, I can't. I can't see good all the time. There's no point where I'm like, damn, those special effects were well, except for the Shield trailer. That was when it was like, oh, that's trash. Right. But that's but, how I knew it was I mean, bad because I could I've tell. Seen worse, I've seen worse practical effects that I judge, and you're like, I don't see. It. Well, and yeah, I but use Agents because... of Shields as an example, and you're like, no, that's fine. Where the guns are flopping, like, <laughs> like it's like, oh, here's my Agents of Shield gun, and it's like, why do you hate Coulson? Why do you hate Coulson? You hated Coulson too. <laughs> you forget. Initially, you you're right. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Of that. It's called flip flop. Well, well, here's the thing. I didn't hate him in the movies. I hated because he was like, "Why is he coming in the comics?" Hey, you hated him. You forget in the comics. Hate you hated him. Hates hate oh, across that... all mediums. Oh, uh, see, I don't. I disagree. That's why anyway, I'm happy. Man, two is not happening. <laughs> Same as season two. <laughs> Listen, for the entire Fantastic Forum. Uh oh, what is this? What is what in the world? What? what, what oh, now, Jay. I told you next week, and still you just you you defy me every time. Uh, what? Modok? That looks like Hulk. What? Why does she have a? No, it doesn't look like Hulk. It looks at. Why does she? Yeah. It does. Why does she have a? Why does she have a, a spider web on her back? Because Spider Man's because Spider Man's trying to tell her no. There is a word bubble for Spider Man there. She's about to get. She's trying to get on top. She's trying to give him tea. Yeah. Why is she giving wow. him tea? Make it though. It's the Why honeymoon. Well, but no, no, not not tea, tea, not not tea, but tea, Oz. Like like Oz doesn't know what T stands I, for. I he never he's I never gotten you never I'm that's because I'm a red blood American. I drink coffee. No, no, no. I meant Kofifi is what I drink. Kofifi. <laughs> Oz, how much sugar uh, uh, you put in your coffee? Uh teaspoon. Pussy. Mm. Plus whatever is in the vanilla creamer. Pussy. I love pussy. You are what you eat. For, for the oh Jesus Christ! For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. I do apologize for all of it, <laughs> but but we'll be back next week either way. If you want to tell us what it is you want to talk about, what you don't want us to talk about, what you want to hear more of, what you know, just like like talk to us, give us feedback, so I can tell these guys stop it. I apologize or, to those who don't like to eat pussy, like. I get. I, I guess everybody likes. We're the Fantastic Forum. Mm, not good night. Everybody. Good. Good night. Except.